Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. We're glad you joined us. I'm Andre. And I'm Chris. And we also have a friend of the show, Joe, uh, with us. How's it going, Joe? I'm alive! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You and bailed well. a, you, yeah, you, you're alive and well. You bailed on us with some I mean, conspiracy some theory. Last minute, family yeah. excuse. I, like, we can't even really be upset about it because it involved children. Uh, possible kidnapping, as you said. But, I mean, uh, like, <laughs> as Andre will attest, I am not above using my child to to deflect responsibility for yeah. my neglect of, of my commitments. It's so lame. Hey man, I'm just I was just glad I was able to give her at least one afternoon in the, in the madness that is my life right now. That's fantastic. So, it's been we, way we too are, much money, but it was worth it. We are very very <laughs> happy for you. We hope you guys had fun. Uh hope she had a, a good birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Hate that credit card statement next month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's oh. next month. This is this month. That's for future Joe. Yeah, yeah. That's future Joe's problem. Uh, yeah, so it's been another interesting week. Um, you know, we had Andre's son, Matthew, on last week. Since he signed in as Matthew, I'm just going with Matthew, even though like at times we called him Matt. I'm just yeah. like always going to refer to him as Matthew. Um, but I will say, like as nice as it was to have Matthew on, I felt like... It just like there was an element, you know, that was missing, and it was probably the clown porn element that was most. <laughs> you say it. You missed me. You missed my chaoticness. Whatever. Having that said, I published the episode, and like five seconds later, I get a text message. It's like, oh, I can already feel the love. Like, <laughs> having that said, Andre, you um, now. How old is your How old is your son? I uh, just turned twenty-two. Oh, thank God! Oh, so I can say this, and I feel bad about it. He is a hottie. Like you need to watch <laughs> out. You are going to have grandbabies in no time. He has. Like, he, I, his his. I was impressed. Are when, very are very good looking. Like Andre when, makes, when, has some very good looking offspring. When he was like. <laughs> Talking I mean, to his son and shit. Man For, okay, you like, you, you blew not... me away, dude. You one you had you showcased a pro, a positive relationship with your son, as a and as a as a person of a of like minority descent, as America would say it. That's very rare. That is and racist then... <laughs> as you're like oh. Well, the white good, man says it's racist. The white man says it's racist. How rare ooh, is that? Ooh, How, ooh, you know, you know, like. Hey, I came from a broken family, so I can say those kind of things. Okay. So right. boom. So, let, but go ahead. When you told him you loved him, I was like, I, I kind of pause. I paused the video. I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. I, I, I'm like all the all the anger that I wasn't there just just, just went away because I'm like that wholesome moment needed to happen. He's gonna cherish that when you die from like accidental like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> from accidental Christmas is that I'm going to kill Andre. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure we've already established that Teddy Bridgewater it will be the death of Andre. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the ones you don't see coming that get you. I mean, you're not wrong. Like well, thank you. be fools not to look into me at that point, but <laughs> No, but but thank you. I, I do I love my kids. I'm very close with my my uh, family. So, um that means a lot. It's and it's all 
it's like a hundred percent like legit genuine it's like yeah yeah a hundred percent life goals right there man yeah thank you if i can go back in a time machine and have a better relationship with my father that didn't require me to get a divorce first <laughs> i would have done that yeah but you know what the nice thing is like you have the opportunity to have that type of relationship with your kids yeah oh yeah my daughter is my oldest is a huge nerd when we took her out on her birthday, she was like, she was grabbing everything Star Wars, Marvel. She like pulled a freaking action figure off the shelf. Dad, Dad, you don't have this one. I'm like, yes, but I don't have a lot of, of these anymore. <laughs> but don't worry, we're gonna rebuild them. Yeah. So, but anyway, let me not take away from you guys. I am all about comic books today. I'm all about video games. I'm ready for that. So you talk about your old man stuff, <laughs> and I'll take over. I mean, I guess he's not wrong. Like. We do have several years on him, so I guess like we'll, we can dive into some of the old man cranky, cranky <laughs> pants, uh, whatnot. Oh Jesus Christ! What is, what what is, is he? It's like a whole piece. It's a cookie. It's, it's a. <laughs> it's a cookie the size of a plate. Following tradition, feeling, baby. Bringing food every time. Yeah, but I get the feeling like that was purchased with the forethought of that like, wasn't that I'm, wasn't purchased baby that wasn't that. purchased that was made so, made that at home just for you boys well, I was, okay <laughs> then that, all right well with that being said four thousand calories it's time for politics so uh, a lot going on with uh this week in politics and I just yeah, want to start can out. I just say, uh, hey, Joe, f*** you. <laughs> For this? No, not this you. Really, it's no, tasty as shit. not you, Joe. Joe Manchin. Um, <laughs> oh, that's why you got to specify. There's no, too many I'm Joes sorry. in the world. I, I realize that was totally on accident. I didn't have any. Eh, no, my creation seriously. was an accident, too. Don't worry. Are you pissed at Joe Manchin? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really pissed at Joe Manchin? Um, I mean, I am in the sense that, like, I feel like he just wants the attention. I don't think that he actually cares about the fiscal, like, responsibility element of it. I, I, just, okay, I, mean, I feel like it's I'm all interested. posturing, but... Give me a quick elevator speak what happened. So, he had originally agreed to the framework of the Build Better, Build Back Better you know, infrastructure bill and stuff like that, right? Oh, um, not the build your wall bill. No. But <laughs> then it came out this last week that he was against the continuing the child tax credit. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's a very unpopular opinion. And basically said, like, I, like, there's no way forward, more or less. And I don't know if it's just posturing because he wants more for, you know, people that own that live on yachts or whatever it is that he does uh but i mean like he basically he got the climate change stuff already stripped out i just don't know i guess what i'm frustrated with joe manchin is it's like when is enough enough like i feel like you've gotten a lot out of this already and at some point like just say like okay i, I got enough out of this one i'm ready to move forward but i i don't know i see like your note on here about like trying for small wins and we've talked about that before i do agree like break some of this stuff out you know it doesn't it doesn't all need to be like okay take the child tax credit and pass it as its own thing right, right. like 
<clears throat> I I guess I'm just where I'm frustrated is I feel like he's like he just keeps kind of teasing like ah oh, I'm on board but I'm not really you know like and a part of it is the way that it's all portrayed in the media you know like and, and I oh, understand I, I 100% believe the media is part of the the, the yeah. problem there I think that his argument about the child tax credit and some of the salary requirements those are valid arguments um I just, I really, I get frustrated with the Democrats. They don't, they do not know how to govern. And that is a big criticism of, of yeah. Democrats. They need balls up. They, they don't know how to govern at all. It's, they get super hyped up, it's super excited, and they drop the ball. Um, and it, it's frustrating to watch, and, you know, when you hear about the, the voting rights bills that get stalled in Congress. Again, because they don't know how to govern. That is, like, they're their own worst enemy. Can so. I, what, what I think would be smart, right, is for each state with Democratic governors and enough people within the Congress to be able to get it passed to create laws that say any individual, any private individual can sue any other individual that makes it more difficult for people to vote. Than, than it already is. No. So what I'm trying to reference here is uh, Governor Texas. Gavin Newsom, right, uh, in California, who took the Supreme Court's what I would deem negligent behavior uh, of allowing the Texas law to stand and said, okay, cool, if that's the way you guys want to play it. <laughs> then California is going to work to pass a law that says that you can sue gun manufacturers who produce ghost guns and all these other types of you know weapons that are basically banned in the state of California already. Um, which I mean, like, that's a pretty baller move, I think overall. I don't. I, I'm curious to see where where it ends up, right? Like, do we actually get to that point? Is it all just for social media, you know, like attention and this posturing or is there real like legislative momentum behind that? Um, but it's probably the best response that I've seen to the bullshit that the GOP <laughs> has been doing. So, and I, I, I like your take on it. Here's what I'll say. That's probably like, it's not going to be the popular opinion. Who cares what, like we're going at this. So Gavin Newsom is doing the right thing, right? But the when you look at California's legislative makeup, it actually it actually helped me figure something out. You know, I've I've often said, how do we have like these really red states that have uh, GOP Democratic. legislatures? Yeah, yeah, but you have a Democratic Democratic governor. governors, right? Yeah, like North Carolina, like North Carolina, right? Um, then I started doing a little bit of research and started poking around. These are all the same states that actually attack voting laws. <laughs> so, right. And that do like horrible gerrymandering. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I like, so Alabama, uh, Mississippi, not Mississippi, but Alabama was, was another one that kind of stood out at me. Um, or was it Kentucky? No, it was Kentucky. Um, and it's like. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so you, you look at all these, these random uh, states that have a Democratic governor their state legislators are typically uh, GOP Republican land. And they're also the same culprits that do all this like low key racist shit. 
that nobody wants to own up to. But then people, they, they do the whole shell game and they shift the focus to the federal government. Yeah. First of all, let's try to start small. And my thing with the Democrats is like, clean up your states. West Virginia does not matter. Like at the end of the day, it does not matter. True. Oh man, so many West Virginians are so pissed right now. They'll never hear us say it though. No, I, I'm saying they like when you look at the big. If you're gonna go do the switch up on federal, right? If that's what the, the shell game is, go after states like Georgia that you can actually probably change those state legislatures. Or you do the uh, the great chess move of having a Democratic governor that can veto the bills until you get into the, the BS game that North Carolina plays where the legislature is saying, well, you can't veto bills. Yeah. And you're, we're going we're gonna to reduce your emergency powers. So, like, no, we're play just going to reduce all of your powers in general the yeah. moment that you get elected <laughs> because we don't like that. I mean, this is this is literally the definition of, like, I don't like – this so i'm gonna take my ball and go home yeah. like this now you can't play at all and it's such a childish way of viewing things and but it, in mansion's defense his arguments are not wrong right they may not hold true across the board right so the argument of like the four hundred thousand dollar salary uh max was unacceptable unacceptable to him for the child t- child tax credit but then he said it should be $200,000. And I started thinking to myself, well, $200,000 makes sense in like uh, the Southeast. It may make sense in the Midwest. It may not make sense in California, New York, right. or other states. So for at some level that makes sense, it's a good argument, but it penalizes people that may live in a state where the cost of living is so much higher. Um, so in that case, I feel like what you have is in the BBB a default to we're trying to help people that have the highest cost of living, right? We're looking at at what is essentially we feel like the bare minimum that we could set it at so that in places like California and New York where the cost of living is so much higher that you're – you're still able to get the relief ultimately that you need. Yes, right. there will be some places, some people in places like, you know, Montana or Kentucky where they don't need that relief and they're going to benefit from it anyways. But the idea is to make sure that people who need the relief are going to get it. And that's where I just, I feel like more often than not, I I get frustrated with, I guess like the, these arguments because it's like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying that like $400,000 is a lot of money. Those people don't need a child tax credit. And it's like, yes, not in all places they don't, but in some places they do. And because we're trying to address this at a federal level, not saying it's the best way, but that's what we're trying to do here. That that's the only way we can really go about this. If we set it at 200,000, then there's people in California who are still not getting the, the relief that they ultimately need from this bill. And so unless you want to set it at, you know, some percentage of cost of living, right, or whatever, yeah. I just. And the, the, the hypocrisy from states like South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, Alabama, West Virginia. Missouri, West Virginia, is there like for and I think on average, it's like for every dollar that they spend, they get like three to four dollars of federal tax money. Right. So I mean, states, they are literally state, living off federal welfare to exist as a state. Yeah, and yet, so, 
they're the ones who want to sit there and claim that well, welfare is for you know. We don't want to make it an entitlement wanna, system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who don't want to so, work? So go. You know what that sounds like? That sounds a lot like Hawaii. Hawaii. Think about last statistic was like eighty six percent of the populace is is on um, food stamps. Mm-hmm. And, really? And, and the food stamps they get, yeah, and the food stamps they get is an excess of six hundred dollars a person. Like so, if one family could have a, a couple thousand in food stamps yeah. a month, and it's it's a culture. Everyone's like, you just ha- you just it's a culture of food stamps. Like it's become so normal that people when people pay for cash, they're like, whoa, <laughs> hey brother, you know what's this? What's they called? You know it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, but so but having that said, having a society so dependent on federal aid, and then seeing the flip side of it is so politically red. Is confusing as shit to me, because that, when I when I, you know, when I lived there, I was like, everything about this environment screams that this should be a blue blue state, but you guys are like driving around in uh, Toyota Tacomas, lifted with lift kits, and, and, you, and you're when you're thinking you're all cowboys and trying to act like the reddest of the rednecks, yeah. which made me laugh like hell because I'm like I'm from the South United States, you guys are nothing compared to them. Hell, and be for, driving the, for the your, one your dad's Chevy pickup truck, but the end, at the end of the day, like that is, those guys took a freaking bailout yeah. bigger than anybody. Like, right? Yeah, I mean... it, it, it created this weird thing. I was like, don't get me started on GMI. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it, it made me paranoid that there was like this some weird. There's like this one. When you see that that that, that dichotomy, you, you start to wonder. Where are these people getting their information, and what who's targeting the information towards them to think this way? Because if you live in a house full of ice, and someone hands you an open flame and says this will keep you in the house cold, and you believe them, I'm going to start wondering why you why you think that way. I, I don't. I mean, I don't disagree. I I just think that the argument, the, the partisan argument there is weak, and I, I think that's what frustrates me and infuriates me. So Manchin and all of his and again, I don't disagree with what he's saying, but it's not the complete picture. Um, and it only, it only caters to a certain part of the voters in West Virginia that may feel like, again, it's playing to the narrative that all, you know, uh, if you don't live in my state, you're an elitist, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you may be more. F- <laughs> and like, but like Joe Manchin isn't an elitist, right? I mean, that's no what, where the, the massive a... disconnect is here. Like the dude literally lives on a yacht in a state that is landlocked. Yeah. Right? This isn't like some dude that lives in, in Massachusetts and has a yacht on the harbor. You know, like this dude literally went out of his way to get as far away from his constituents as humanly possible. <laughs> and then live off of like the decimation of their beautiful countryside because of the coal plants that they want to continue to fund. So, and well, it's ironically, like, I, the. The coal, there's a coal workers union that reached out to him to kind of get him to stop being so hard on this bill because yeah. it would actually help some of the people that have you know been affected <laughs> that by the work black, in the black, coal mines, right? Yeah, by yeah. black lung disease. So we'll see what happens there if he's really so you know true to his his coal roots and you know his constituents. I just don't buy it. I just I really think that if you want to win, and it's not a, again it's. It's about being the right opposition to the other party, right? 
the Republicans know how to win elections more consistently. They know how to rig elections. They know how to rig state legislatures. They know how to be opposition. I mean, like, they know how to be opposition. That is, yeah, like it's not about who we are. It's about who we are not, and we are not right. them. And they are not who you want to be. Like, that's the whole message, right? It's don't be like the Democrats. Be like us. Well, what are you guys like? We're anti-Democrats. Okay, well, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It means <laughs> we don't believe anything they believe. Well, what do you believe? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> wait for them to tell us. <laughs> Yo, yeah, so you're... It, it reminds me of that clip from uh, Key and Peel where he was doing the President Obama, you know, and, like, the lawmakers come in. And they're all like, you know, ah, we can't wait to say no to you. And he's like, I think we need harsher gun laws. And they're like, no. Wait, what the? You know, he's like, higher tax rates for the poor. No. What are we doing? You know, like guys are cutting off their tongues and stuff. Like that's where I, I feel like that. It, they just looked at that and they went, what a brilliant idea to to embrace as a party, right? Like, it's not about what we are. It's about what we oppose. And all we have to oppose is everything that that other party stands for. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter who it helps. All we know is that anything they want is bad. They are bad. And we are good because they are bad. Because we are the opposite of them, we must be good because we have defined them as bad. So if I was a campaign manager for a Democrat, I would run up on Republicans. I would be in their face about all their BS. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, I start shooting. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, when okay. you say run up on somebody, that's, <laughs> that's what I envision. <laughs> No comment. No comment. I'll let, I'll, let, I'll, let him, I'll let him have that one. Yeah, but I would. I would like, no, I mean, but no talk. I mean, no, no no joke, right? I would literally run up on him. Like, look, what are you, you calling me out about what, right? And just, like, legit do the, play their same game. And it's like Democrats don't get it. And just to kind of, like, tie this up in a neat, a neat bow, um, black lawmakers are threatening to cut off the K Street lobbyists until they have more diversities. Like more diversity in their firms, so K Street is the uh, it's basically the it's the it's the place where all the lobbyists live in Washington D.C. That's where they live, work, and play. It's like the Wall Street of you know professional liars and and, yeah, and stuff like, like yeah. So I was I read that article and I was thinking to myself, but why would you fall into that? Like I wouldn't hold any meetings with those clowns. It just kind of makes me think like it actually supports my belief that none of them are good people. Like I have not met a lobbyist or read about a lobbyist that has in, you know real in, intentions to do better for anybody except for their selfish industry. Yeah. Actually, I, I take that's a broad stroke. I've actually met a couple of people that I know a guy that that is a lobbyist. I met people that deal with like uh, some of these big. You know a guy who works in that. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Um, and you didn't stab him. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice. That guy. didn't occur to you. <laughs> he's oh, an, no, he's actually like... his arguments aren't bad, but it's like it makes me wonder. It does make me wonder, like, what's as far as like being a citizen, what's my voice? Do I relegate my voice to an organization that may not have 
my best interests at heart. Good example, the NRA, right? Uh, good example would be uh, the NRA. Uh, the NRA. <laughs> um, I'm like, is there a glitch in the matrix? Like, what the <laughs> F just happened there? No, I mean, I, but, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Um, I just, Facebook. Facebook is part of a lobby. These... Right. No, so like, like, but but I I think right like the what what the idea behind lobbying and lobbyists, what it originally like I think was conceived of, has been so, like commercialized. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, like it was originally supposed to give marginalized groups a better opportunity to hear their voice yeah. heard at the federal level, right? Sure, I mean, more when, or less. When, when soda companies spend millions and billions of dollars a year to make sure that corn syrup prices stay, you know, fixed yeah. so that, you know, their drinks don't go down in price. Like, no, that's that actually, it's actually uh, Ronald Reagan's fault. Yeah. That was a trade, that was a trade war problem and we were losing in trade. So he, he kind of inflated the corn syrup thing. Uh, and that, but that's semantics, right? But um, so like, I think of, um, John Stewart, right, who's gone to Congress several times now God, to kind of, to lobby, right, on behalf of uh, 9-11 first responders and I'm their sure. continued benefits. And I look at that and I say, like, that's what that role, that's what that job was originally that's supposed a, to be. That's a true lobbyist. That's yes. as, like, that dude is not in that for self, you know, enrichment in any way, shape or form. Like he sees a group that is not represented and is not being heard and says, I will help to be your voice. Like I will help to get you representation and to make sure that your concerns are heard at the highest level. And that's like, that's the thing that got taken as this is a great idea. And then corporations, right. Or private interest groups came in and said, we love that. Right. We can just throw billions of dollars at these people to just go in and convince, you know, the government to write the laws the way that we want them written, as opposed to having them written any other way. And so I just, I don't, Speaking I mean, that, sure. Those John are, Stewart, sorry. I mean, those are all facts. No, but I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to make a little, a little anecdote, a little, little segment, but um, John Stewart, every year he goes in front of the, you know, representatives and pleads his case again. Um, less of the original people that went with him, the nine eleven survivors, are alive. workers and survivors are alive. So he made the last his last his last uh, outcry. He said that he's like fifty of us are are no longer here since we started this. Yep. You know, my my there, problem for us to die. My problem with like my problem with uh, representation of especially at the federal level. And this is where I probably get the most pissed off. It's like. We, we spent a lot of time trying to appease like a uh, like or not just to get in front of an audience or make an audience in front of people that don't even care about us. So sure. For, at what level does that become? Um, or, or when do we say enough's enough? Well, and like, why are we the ones that they don't care about anymore? Right. Like, right. It's it's gotten to the point now where the lobbyists are the ones that are important. 
and whatever it is that they're pushing is what the is what the politicians are going to ultimately listen to whereas the constituents themselves the people who voted and put them into office because of the things that they campaigned on that we believe to be true are left holding the bag like we're left sitting here going like dude you said that you were going to do this stuff and then you get into office and all of a sudden you have no problem i mean look at kristen cinema right like holy cow girl runs on all of this like i'm a rebel i'm against this i'm this like you know and then immediately gets into office and is like oh i can line my pockets with lobbyist money and all i have to do is sell my souls and every principle i ever stood for and completely sell out my constituency and all of the people that dedicated their personal time and money and effort to help me get elected that's all i have to do sign me up again so black lawmakers you threaten to cut them off do it yeah who just do it like i'm not sitting here wondering what i don't care about what these people have to say this is a nike commercial now man (laughs) yeah so so i'm just like saying real talk i mean and i and i think i think about it like i don't know if you guys have ever caught one of facebook's ads where they're they want regulation for the internet you guys have got to check yeah. those ads. Oh out. no, I mean I've, I've seen them and I can't stand them. I when you say Facebook ads now, all I think of is their attempts to brainwash America into thinking They're that Facebook and people. Meta are different things in a sense, and that somehow because they have tigers that are bouncing their heads and dancing in the commercial, that like this is going to be fun, like. Yeah, what I really want is you having complete access to my entire surroundings and not just all of the personal information that I've already put into the platform that you. Yeah, I just I understand. All right, black lawmakers, don't don't like seriously. And I'll, I'm I'm just gonna say it. I don't want to with these people, man. Shit, like do write laws. This is where I give AOC a lot more respect because I don't again I don't agree with everything she says. Yo, she's going out for what she what she believes in. I don't rock with with Bernie Sanders on a lot of things he says. He says some pretty off the wall stuff. But at least he's trying. But at least he's trying. Yeah, yeah. he's. I, I have. I'm full belief he's going to die mid speech one day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. Unfortunately, like that's. Uh, but I mean, if do you think Bernie would rather go out any other way? Do you think Bernie has a box of coupons? I am here bed? once again asking you to attend my funeral in five minutes. <laughs> I swear to God, that is so. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most <laughs> up thing you've ever said. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I am not, si- not. I am not co-signing that shit. That man. is That's so, so not the most no, I'll, up thing I'll, I've I'll ever gladly, said. I have said so I'll much worse things before. I have that no, was hilarious. No, no. Like I, Bernie I mean, Sanders would hear that and laugh. There's a good sport about the meme that happened for a while. Yeah. Yeah, because he pushed Shorty on. She made like a, he a was nice little, so angry. She made a lot of bag. The bag about the about the gloves. Oh, I mean, she made a she made a nice little bag on that joint. So yeah. I res, I respect him for doing that. Um, and again, it, I don't. I don't fly anybody's banner like that. I'm just saying, like, yo, yeah. like, first of all, black lawmakers, stop clowning yourselves. <laughs> These guys don't care about you. Like, before we leave politics, and because it's, you're kind of on this, I was laughing because there's this dude in uh, on Carolina Beach Road who 
has he's had like uh, F Biden, uh, you know, like banners and stuff like that flying in front of his house. He recently put a new one up. It's not even like on a flagpole. It's just tacked up on a tree, like between the two, you know, tree branches that are splitting off. And it says Biden from Biden. And yeah. I can't there's a, tell. There's a guy nearby who does the same thing here. I think is, so. Is it is it Joe Biden's picture that's in like the the it is. Or, it is because the first few times I drove by, I couldn't tell because it's kind of cartoony, and I thought it was so, yeah. Trump. It, and I'm like, so it, is the, did this guy flip all of a sudden? No, and he's, it's, it's um, <laughs> it's 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 Joe Biden in the Kilroy pose, like over the over the thing with his nose sticking out. Yeah, and it's 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 supposed to be Biden's hiding from from Trump. That's the whole thing. So, yeah, you have your people like that. I, I met there was a guy in Hawaii who was like that. He went down into the children's parks and spread his uh, his, his conspiracy. I mean, there's another dude who parks up by Trigembo on Sundays, and he's always got his yeah. like minivan, and he's got all the towels yeah. and flags and shirts and stuff that are all just like draped over it. And this weekend oh, he, he had a, a Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> Uh, I just flag. want okay. On a real note, why do we not have like Republican branded dildos? Because Ted Cruz. If you're if you're gonna fuck somebody over, do it directly. No, Ted yeah, Cruz wants them banned. I got a mold of it, and it was like only that big. I just feel like <laughs> yeah. I, the second that you whip that out, most women are just like immediately turned off. So except the most whitest and purest of the daisies. Yeah. It's, all right. I've had enough of this. I didn't want to use it because religion was so <laughs> Hey, we had enough of this. It was great. Life. Let me stop eating this cookie. So Start talking about how different. white people are. Yeah, he's got to a white man, he, and, he, and, he slow, and he slammed the door on me. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well. Just remember who's in charge here. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Ooh. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to make this kinky? I, I, I can make this kinky. Don't don't start. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> scared. I'm gonna, scared. <laughs> I'm gonna excuse Chris's uh, tomfoolery. I know that was a joke, but your people, you guys have got like, for real. Your Wait, boy your Elon Musk. Yo, for real. How did he get? What is it? Times Person of the Year. Yeah. How? I don't know. Apparently, they're letting robots in as. <laughs> Especially in a year though. where Keanu Reeves exists. Yeah, that's Jeez. that's fair. Ugh. Keanu had a great year this year. Uh, a great year. He's done a lot of like um, charity work too. People forget that he does that. But what about like I mean mo- Chadwick Boseman? That would have been a good one, right? Anyways, the point is Elon Musk is a douche, um, and he falls short on his promises. Yeah, very short on his promises. I mean, did, do we have we all forgotten the Tesla truck demo with the? Or, the or, or the Rock Tesla that wall, he threw or the Tesla the... roof. Yeah. Or, right? or can we, like, can we stop worshiping these people? Like, can I mean, we just, I'm like, with flat you. Out, like, flat out, like... But he's not, like, this isn't new, right? All right, but you you pick a... You, you pick a billionaire, whether it be Steve Jobs, whether it be uh, Be- Jeff Bezos, whether it be Elon Musk, whether it be Jack Dorsey, yeah. You you pick one. You can just like go down the list of all the richest Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. What makes these people so special? People are attracted to power and opportunity. Those people have a lot of people, money. A lot, That's it. a lot of times people 
want to just follow them and see what scraps they can pick up that maybe I can somehow get to that position in life. In reality, most of them were just flukes of nature. They were right time, right place. Well, well that's that's not with the right idea. That's not entirely true. I, I think that there is a there is a a certain level of skill to reaching that type of success, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like it's kind of cliche, right? Uh, but luck, in a lot of ways, is where preparation meets opportunity. Like, yeah, you the... you have the opportunity. You're you. you and so in that way, I guess, like, it's lucky, but the fact that you're ready and in a position to be able to take advantage of it is what ultimately makes you successful or because but you're the, willing to take the risk on it, it, right? I mean, exactly. It's... Or you're willing to be consistent and push forward. So you look at Ray Kroc, uh, Colonel Sanders. Um, the Chris and Andre uh, show. The Chris and Andre show. Dave Thomas. Uh, like you look at people are all basically in that same upper echelon there of just – consistently delivering quality products on a regular basis to customers that can't get enough. But, and then occasionally push out defective. I'm just like, I, I'm completely Henry Ford. If you look at any of the industrialists that actually built most of the American economy in the modern age, they all failed. Right? They had a lot of failures, yeah. but look at they the Wright weren't brothers, on the, right? I mean, how many times did those guys crash before they finally got one? But they literally weren't the like. And I I get kind of offended when North Carolina says first in flight. They weren't. <laughs> so, but so I don't. I didn't like to bring up the Wright brothers. But you're right. Uh, Thomas Edison. There's there's, uh, and there's countless. You know Marie Curie. Like there's countless of people like people throughout history that failed more often than that one off home run, or even sometimes a base hit. You know uh, because it's just the way it is. Um, or you get the whitewashing of history and you go through like some of those same people I just listed and say, yeah, but they didn't really invent this. Somebody else did. Yeah. So like the home homeboy who made the uh, potato, oh, potato, the um, peanut butter machine, the machine that helps make peanut butter. He was completely like, I forgot his name. I mean, it's, it's a testament to North Carolina education uh, <laughs> last week. I, it's like, I know a racist thing happened, but I don't know when and why. It just happened. <laughs> but it, it's just like, yo, we got to stop. I mean, we literally give these guys, like, but what's, we give them too much credit. Yeah. We criticize them, but at the same time, we keep trying to, quote, unquote, elevate them. Yes. Right? Like we yeah. want them to be the pinnacle of our society, right? Like, we keep looking at, and it's not, I, it's not just tech, right? Like, I think tech is where the focus is right now, but it's been... I mean, like it was oil at one point, right? Like it, uh, what's his name? Carnegie. Uh, you know, like you've had all of these, even like you said, you mentioned Warren Buffett. Like that's a guy that people look at and are like, you know, what an amazing, you know, brilliant mind to be able to identify all of these successful companies over time. The shitty thing about Warren Buffett is he's one of the most humble motherfuckers on the planet. Sure. (laughs) Like he does not, he literally like, and that's one thing like, I'm like, yo, I totally like, again, I don't. He's not a role model, but there are some characteristics about his level of success where he's been con- extremely consistent. So, and I think that's part of it, right? Like there, you talked about whitewashing. I think there is even aside from like, you know, who invented what, there is an element of wanting to make it all seem so like Hollywood, you know, like yeah. that. It's like, um, you know, the the myth of George Washington and the cherry tree, where it's like, you know, we have to create these stories, these these to, to cre- make these people seem like they're so much better than 
You know, she's like, I can never tell a lie, right? We all hear that and we're like, shit, I've told tons of lies at different times in my life, especially as a kid when you hit that age. You're like, oh, man, like I'm no George Washington. But the whole point of that is, right, not for us to look at that and say that's what we need to be. We need to be perfect all the time, but to give us to something to aspire to, you know, right. something like – if only I could be that honest, right? If only I could find it, the the strength within myself to be able to communicate that openly and honestly without fear or, you know, of repercussions or whatever, you know, and, but yeah, like I just, I, so yeah, I think it's, it's just one of those things where it's like tech is the group that we're focused on right now. And we happen to be at a point also where, well, but see, that's not even true. Cause you think it like, I was going to say that we're at a point where like the greed and capitalism or the greed in society is greater than it has been. But I think you look at guys like, you know, Carnegie and, and those guys who were around, like those guys were greedy as fuck. Like they were ruthless. And had a, Rockefeller had a, a yeah, a, that's a, just, that's the name that kept escaping me. Thank you. You had for, a sense that, only the rich and wealthy were smart enough to make decisions for the rest of us. And that right. was this, it, it, that's not capitalism. That's the, like, that's communism's big brother. Right. Um, and, and like, if you want to like say, forget the, you know, how your, your market works, but who controls the market? I hate to say that that's a communist way of thinking, right? Yeah. This free market bullshit that we talk about is not really free market. It's not a free, you can't even start a large enterprise without having all this bureaucracy. Yeah, I it's mean, not freedom a free isn't free. It costs folks like you and me. Yeah. And if so, you don't I'm, pay your buck oh five, who will? And then we have this like we we wow. take we take the uh, <laughs> we take this worship level. Said that with a straight face too. <laughs> oh man. We take this worship level to a whole nother degree when you like you, you introduce a Joe Rogan. Oh. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up say it. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Our podcast is better than the Joe Rogan experience. Man, f Joe Rogan. He's a dumbass piece of shit. You have a superior Joe right here. Yeah, exactly. First of all, everybody keeps gassing this guy up. He's, he's like, sure he's fit, he's healthy, blah blah blah. He's like the you know the stereotypical. Like college bro motherfuckers. He's fit as a horse, which is why he took ivermectin when he contracted yeah. COVID. <laughs> but I, I can't take this fucking clown seriously. No, I mean, that's the problem. Like, dude was on a show where, as the host, he encouraged people to eat disgusting things. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I mean, just did it as a kink, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, people, there are plenty of people. I, who I, I watched one of his thing. comedy specials on Netflix. He was actually kind of funny. And I'm like, you know, I, I kind of rock with that, right? But then the more I start listening to it, like I've watched a couple part or parts of his like podcast because he keeps getting all this press. He's a fucking idiot. He is. Like it's it's fucking embarrassing that you know we have we have relegated like a portion of our society, like especially American youth, to respect this guy as knowing anything. He's the least humble piece of shit I've ever met. I don't. I don't disagree seen. with your assessment there. What, where I think we're at, is that they're like in a lot of ways, society, right, or like younger generations see an abdication of responsibility. At the you and I were talking about this last week, or or maybe it was earlier today, like with the the news media organizations and the way that this stuff is all reported, where it's like, 
they don't trust those groups anymore. And so they start looking for other sources of trusted mm -hmm. news. And Vote I'm not saying that, yeah, that Joe Rogan should be one of those, but he's, I mean, we talk about luck, right? Like he's somebody who was at the crossroads of, I'm willing to sit here and let people spout off whatever ridiculous shit they want. And I will go along with it and pretend like it makes sense and ask questions and not dissuade it in any way, shape or form at the same time that people were willing to engage with that type of stuff. Right. Like, you, you know who I thought actually did that, did that better, but in a positive way. Who? Stephen Colbert. From, from when he had the, so sure. the Colbert report, he did it in a, as, as a comedy skit initially for John, for John Stewart. And yeah. He just kind of grew into his own show. But a lot of that, even though he put pre perpetrated a character of like righteous Republican Republicanism, it was very, um, let this idiot speak to me. And like, he would write Republicans and, and pretend to be Republican. And they would somehow never, I'm, <laughs> they had me no idea. That's, some of them, some of them were like, you do know he's making fun of you. Right. And they were just, they were just going like all in, like saying the racist ridicule and stuff. So like, it's, um, ridicule. Sorry. <clears throat> so I think, I think that was a one-off. I, I really wish the Stephen Colbert thing continued. You said wheelie. I really wish. <laughs> wheelie. wheelie. <clears throat> I have a list, sir. I was not going to point it out, even though I noticed. And Andre. Yeah. Just like, no, man. I pronounce I pronounce birthday as birth. I, okay. I, I can't help it. As, All right, so, so I will not. If you want to pick on my my shortcomings, oh, he has no room to speak. <laughs> Ask him to pronounce water. Let's keep going. Let's keep no, I'm here. I say it. How you say it? I want to hear it. I'm not performing for you. It's water. What? That is the that is the cleanest I've ever heard him pronounce. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting him to say water. No, I've heard a lot of people usually say like there's that. an water. extra R in there. It's like water. <laughs> water. Water. That's cool. That's like violent water. I like it. I Imagine water, water that's just designed to kill you. I swear to God. All right, come <laughs> on. Because you were giving Joe shit. <laughs> but no, really, no, I think. Wasp, I think that was an interesting, right? <laughs> I think that was an interesting time seeing Stephen Colbert doing all, using his his position to push a lot of. I was charity. so bummed when he left his own show to go yeah. do the Late Show, and I've watched some well, of it. But and why I'm not? Like, well, no, no, he no, stated no. he just had it. He he stated he he just was too stressed. It became and I, too stressful. I being, understand being why he did it. I was just disappointed yeah. because I loved that element of it for so so like, the social commentary is not the like i'm not i'm not opposed to that yeah so yeah. I, I i think i agree with like where joe rogan fits in where i like fundamentally disagree is and, and even even colbert like i wasn't a i'm not a big colbert fan i'm just like eh, it's cute i don't i didn't like i actually I probably was in my conservative phase in life i didn't think I was that shit say, was funny if you went like, back and watched it now I think you that might shit would appreciate be it more, but yeah. But then it was like, yeah, I think he's. I knew he was mocking people, and it's like, yo, you guys yeah. are getting like done up. Yeah, you guys are getting but, played, and you're letting him do it. <laughs> yeah, but Joe Rogan, like, again, fuck Joe Rogan. Like that's that's how I feel about it, and, and it's, it's not just, like it's funny because it's, it's, like he's had guests on that I respect and who have said things that like make sense, and like there are interesting episodes to sit there and listen to, right? But 
where I think we get to this point, like, and I think this is kind of your, what you're getting at is like this elevation, this, this deifying, right. Of these individuals as whatever it is that they say, because That's we've so elevated long. them to this position, you know, must be gospel. And yeah. So that's, that's, that's where you that end up with gives. with people like Aaron Rodgers that take Ivermectin. F*** Aaron Rodgers, too. I know, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who, by all accounts, prior to that, seemed like he was a rather, a, a relatively intelligent individual. I mean, the guy hosted Jeopardy. Like, I, And I'm not saying that like you have to be super smart, but <laughs> but I'm just saying like... <laughs> that's fair. He went to Cal. It's like, he does... Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to... I'm not saying like... You, just, you would like, look to, at somebody like that and say, like, you should know better. To be clear, right? to be clear, right? Like, you're, how smart you are, how well you can consume information has nothing to do with how intelligent you are. No, I mean, how like... How well you can execute information, my, right? My college roommate had this girlfriend, right? She became a doctor, I'm pretty sure. Uh, if you had interacted with her prior to her like becoming a doctor i don't think there's any way you'd ever let her like do any sort of procedure or operate on you because yeah, she is one of the procedures like, i think she can do so book smart you don't even know what she looks like <laughs> at this point it doesn't matter man uh, that's <laughs> I just, it's just me in the comic books yeah <laughs> very sweet but just like you know super book smart no okay, common sense so. no common sense whatsoever and so, like, there's lots of people like that. I get that, but... But to be fair, I don't think, like, a Joe Rogan or an Aaron Rodgers gives a shit what we say. But I want to I want to be clear. There is a... there Like, for everybody that thinks that they're the... the what is it? The uh, unheard minority or majority? Oh, the silent majority? Silent. Oh, God, I hate that. God, I, it's so fucking, stupid. I, that makes no fucking sense. It's, like, the silent most ignorant majority. shit I've ever heard in my life. If and you're silent of, and you're part of the majority, whose fault is that? That's your. That's a you problem, right? Yeah. So yeah. I want to be part of the major or the of the, the group of people that say that, yo, f- Joe Rogan, right? Like he's not that. You're, f- you're, you're part of the vocal That's the silent majority. majority. Yeah, we're the vocal minority. Yeah, that says f- Joe. I'm he's part like, of the minority, guys. <laughs> Finally. Mm. We see a couple yeah. of red hairs thanks, in that beard. Thanks a lot for the for just like the open arms embrace there that I got. <laughs> I'm finally, like. Hey man, you talking about rolling? Uh, <laughs> I, well, you know, I don't, I don't do that. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to like, and it's not like it, it's not. I a was person. so like, sad yeah, that this... you were not on the podcast last week, and that we had Zoom the week before because I had that queued up and ready to go. <laughs> you, really? Yes. Like, you just like you, you spent actual oh, time no, in so... your day. I was editing an episode and it was towards the end of the episode and you said something. I was just like, shut up, Joe. And I was like, that's, I've got to clip that. And it takes only like five seconds. And so I just grabbed it and I exported it and I uploaded it. And then we had the, got a button for it. Yep. So now we have a shut up Joe button. You're welcome. But anyway, so again, it's not, it's more of a thing. Like for me, it's like, I don't think we should be gassing up these people. And if they're not speaking things that are beneficial for the entire, like, like collective in general. I, I just think that's, it's stupid. It's pathetic. It's lazy. So, somebody said this to me and it was, it made it really made, made sense. Um, it, it is easier to agree with the louder voice in the room when you have no opinion of yourself. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I think that's the reason it's just, people see it as a, as a easy way to be affiliated with the discussion, feel represented, 
feel feel like they're intelligent enough to have a, have having said something wise, and then just going on the rest of their day. And, but it know. keeps going back to what we keep talking about. It's like where people like they just want to feel a part of something. Yeah, they well, want to feel understood, right? They want yeah, to feel yeah. like this is a belief that I have, and I want people to hear me about it. And well, I think Joe Reagan's going to get a lot of motherfuckers killed. It's no different than uh, Donna Donna Jehoshaphat Triana Trump. Uh, I call him Donna. I don't give a f about it. No, him I mean, either. that's so, cool. I was just sitting here like, who are we, Donna? Yeah, Donna, like <laughs> Donald Trump, too. Um, it's like these guys are going to get people killed. I have I have children, right? And sex with him? Why would you have sex with him? I don't, because dude's got money. He had money. I don't know. Maybe I know, like, but like what kind of person you have to be in your mind to be like money means I f*** you? Because like I've been have you seen my his bank wife? account. Have you seen his wife? I know. That's the part I'm confused about. And I've seen her slap his hand when they were trying to yeah, walk, so which was so, he, so, was so great. Right. I was like, she's, yeah, playing, I, I, she's playing the long game. That's, yeah, she's playing. She's just like, yeah, he's, about that big. he's 73. He's going to die soon. You know, she's going to get a little bit of paper. You say that, but I think he's stubborn. He'll make it a 90 somehow. I hope he does. It'll it. be like Fallout and he'll be in a machine <laughs> keeping him alive. Don't give me on my I don't like Donald Trump joint because that I, it takes me to a dark place. Yeah, we'll but, spend what, what do we? We're not already in a dark place? No, it's just like we did politics for the entirety of last week's episode in large part because we didn't have somebody to break us off from that. Um Oh, me. Yeah. You're saying, you're saying me. I didn't have so, a chaotic neutral. Got I know it. we've already moved on to life, but we're still kind of no, like I want to talk, yeah, no, talk can... about this one This yep. one thing. So this kid in uh, Colorado, uh, he's like 20, 23, 24, uh, driving the semi-truck. Uh, again, so he got 110 years. Let me start with that. 110 years, driving on I-70. Uh, his brakes went out. And people were like, um, like he killed, like, I think four people died and like 28 other people, uh, were severely injured in this accident. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to relitigate the case. I will say this, this is, this is all I, how I feel about it. Yes. He probably had decisions to make as a, a truck driver. Yes. He probably could have taken the emergency runoff ramps but colorado f you for 110 years like you can't give somebody 110 years for like even if it's bad judgment he was not intentional if the, for the judge to say that it was not intentional and to understand that but to be held down by some bullshit law 110 years is it's it's ridiculous there's like at the time i look it was like three million and some change um signatures on this change.org petition but please united states of america please tell me please tell me please tell me if you can with a straight face that the laws in this country have no bias well I'm i mean that that situation right like the law itself i don't think is it's the application right it's the way that things are being adjudicated here to say that the mandatory sentencing, you know, for this type of punishment, requires the minimum mandatory years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is a stupid way to look at things, you know, uh, it's, it's probably some politicians promise on being tough on crime, you know, like 
I'm tough on crime, and I'm going to institute mandatory, you know, 25-year sentences for anybody involved in reckless endangerment when it comes to motor vehicles. Now, granted, like, I've been to Denver, I've been to Colorado, their traffic and the road situation that they've got going on there is a freaking nightmare. Like, the growth that that place experienced after they legalized marijuana, they were so unprepared for. And then on top of that, what they did was they basically completely eradicated any places for the homeless that they were living by renovating all of that and gentrifying it to make new space. So then what did the homeless do? They moved to where all the people are, which is like the mall, you know, like DC's mall kind of, um, they have this long stretch where they have like, um, what do you call them? Uh, like cable cars, basically trolleys and, or buses that you can ride. And it's all walking and supposed to be, but there's just, I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of homeless people camped out there. And the, I mean, the, the traffic trying to get to and from the airport and stuff like that from downtown is a nightmare. So I just, I don't know. 100, end, 110 years. Right. You're fucking yeah. kidding me. Right. Yeah. Like there's, there's no, like, and the governor's like, like, I'm not saying. And OJ got away it. with murder. Oh man. That mother didn't get away with murder. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Shit. I'm sorry. I don't know why that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, but he did, you know? I mean. You know, he definitely did, but. But my. To be fair, right? Like, I mean, we kind of owed black people one, so. Huh. Just waiting for that Latino curve to come around. <laughs> Yo, all right, this dude, and I, and like, my wife is, she's not happy about this, right? I mean, but it's like, a, it's a non-white problem. Like, in the people, most people that signed the goddamn petition, guess what? No offense, they're not white. It's, it's like, why is that, and I'm why reading would that through be no offense? Because, I, I mean, when you think about, well, the, here's why, here's why. Because we talk about these issues in our society, right? And everything's, like I said last week, it's all good until it's not all good. Yeah. If if people don't care about the issue of the week, like example George Floyd, right? No shit. Everybody was upset about racial inequality for a minute until it wasn't important. Right. And then they got upset like, a year later when it was the trial, and then we've all moved on now. Yeah. You know, it's like these things are. It's the. It. it it's not. It's not justified. Like we can't look at our, our 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 legal system and say that the way that we execute laws in this in this country are justified or they're balanced for everybody. No, you're There's absolutely no, right. Nobody can tell me that shit with a straight face. Look at I mean, look at like our education system and what we try to do there in terms of justice, right? Or or policing, where you have these zero tolerance policies, right? Because that makes sense. Let's have a oh, no, policy no, in place. No, but it, it only it, the only reason why that shit makes sense is when like you have these school shootings. I'm going to keep it real. Right? Yeah. No. Even, I, the, even the poor kids at Parkland. Yep. And that was a predominantly white upper middle class school. But but my point is, aside from potential violence, right, being executed against classmates, I just think the idea of a zero tolerance policy on anything. Like, 
I don't know. I just think in the end, like you have to have, you have to look at each individual case. It can't be that we're just Fair. going to blanket, you know, judge every case based on whatever key, you know, circumstances we've looked at. I think like that's, that's where I get frustrated is with, because I, I mean, yes, like I'm, Look, they had this thing last week, right on well, on TikTok, where there was a challenge to basically issues threats of violence against your own school or against schools in your area. And no so, shit, really? Yeah, That's Thursday horrible. night, I get a, a call, a text, you know, like fifteen different ways to communicate from my kid's school that we're aware of this challenge on TikTok. You know, like the local police department and sheriff are on alert and have been. In, you know, made aware as well. We are taking any threats seriously. It came and went without any, you know, real issues, at least not here. For you, for for here, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah for here. exactly. But it was one of those where I'm sitting there like Thursday night going, what the actual, like, yeah. why, why are kids, like elementary school kids on TikTok? You gotta be kidding me. Like, <laughs> so where, where are our superheroes, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan on these issues, and Mark Zuckerberg, right? And Mark, yeah, f these guys, man. F I, I just want to say it again because it, it'll make me feel so much better. I know I'm on an Joe Rogan, but you guys really test them. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. We're gonna get to the to the better stuff eventually. How about we do that anyway? Let's go to sports. No, no, no. Let's not just, just take your time. It's all you. Because when it's my turn, I'm gonna. F Destroy this podcast. Andre's right though. If we if we spend too much more time here, we're gonna go down a dark hole, and then yeah, it's gonna be to hard sports. to pull us out of it. Only dark holes are like the oh, All right. <laughs> all I gotta say is this: I said it early. Well, before okay, the season started. To be fair, you said that Teddy Bridgewater was going to kill you. It turns out he almost killed himself. I said he's gonna get himself hurt. Oh, okay. I did, did say, say that. that. And what did he do? He ran no, head he, first. Yeah. Head first. Get him the Look, John Elway. Look, I've been a I've been a fan of yours since I was literally you played number seven. That was your number. I was seven when I became a Broncos fan. Like that's how like yo. Please take Teddy Bridgewater off the field, yo. Well, I don't please. think you have to worry about that for the rest of this season. Trade him. Get rid of Peyton. He's garbage, yo. Whoever whoever let him make trade decisions, God, I hope it wasn't you, but please, he's not making good decisions. Maybe he gets one more season. But Well, so my yeah. understanding when Peyton was brought in was that it was they were still all reporting to Elway, so it didn't really matter. Their structure it was basically like they brought in somebody to blame for all of Elway's terrible decisions as a all right, as you a will GM. not you will not do that. You will not we will not be doing that. Um, I'm not no, dude, I'm not trying to like throw Elway under the bus, but you gotta admit, other than getting Peyton Manning to come there and win the Super Bowl, the dude has basically like driven the offense of that team at least into the dirt like i am a john elway fan okay like i, I, I can't i can't i can't i cannot bring myself when to he like, won LA those two fighting. super bowls and then retired like what a baller way to go out that freaking the helicopter touchdown like seriously yeah, I, I have I, mad I, respect I, for that dude as a quarterback but 
I can also sit here as an objective fan, and I understand that you are not that. I am not. In this case, I get that. But I can look at this and say, dude, you are just not doing a great job as a GM here. I want Fangio gone. I want Peyton gone. I don't want to see Teddy Bridgewater ever get another snap in a Denver uniform. He won't. And I don't give a sh- I don't give a shit if they trade Drew Locke at this point. Yeah, he's probably gone too. But I do n- I think they need a reset. Let's let's let's, let's find trade the for money. Russell Wilson. I'll take Russell. Shit. Let's bring I'll him in. It. I'll take Russell. I'll take Col- You know what? I'll take Colin. I want Colin Kaepernick. I bet you Colin Kaepernick goes to Denver and wins a Super Bowl. Did you know I mean what it's been it was the year, well, the year that um, Kaepernick left the Niners. They were all like, basically, everybody was like the Broncos. Broncos should sign Colin Kaepernick right now. Yes. And literally, they've had the opportunity to do that every single season since. Just saying, he stopped playing. And I want Kaepernick to take some snaps on the Broncos. I bet you. I bet it's you. It's not going to happen. I bet I mean, you. No, I, shit. I bet you a thousand dollars. You and me. I bet if Denver got Kaepernick, they go to the Super Bowl. Okay. I'll take that action. If Denver signs Colin Kaepernick, that's it. They just have to sign him. He doesn't have to start a game. They just have no, he's to gotta sign start. him. No, he's got to start. Yeah. That's why I'm he's asking. Gotta get, he's got to get snaps. He's got to get play time. They go to the Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick plays a full season, 17 games. For the Denver Broncos, they go to the Super Bowl that season. Yes. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. All right. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah, I don't have much uh, in the way of sports except NC State's entire football team has apparently decided uh. to come back for next season. Uh, my biggest concern is that this smells a lot like Carolina last season, where. And I'm not. I'm not doing this to like try and throw Carolina under the bus, but you, you know, I didn't, I didn't put any Carolina notes in because we took an L that I don't think. We yeah, I not even on the basketball side. I'm just talking football. Um, no. But like last off season, you know, Carolina had a good win in the bowl game. They had Sam Howell coming back, but they lost like their top receiver and their top two running backs. Right. So State now has Devin Leary coming back. But they lost to Mecca Emezi, so like their top receiver, and one of their top running backs, Ricky Person. Now, Bam Knight is still supposedly looking at coming back, but he hasn't made the official decision yet. So I'm as as much as I'd love for next year to be NC State's year, I'm gonna be so cautiously optimistic that it it's it's gonna borderline on pessimism. Uh Shit, I, I just put a band on Colin Kaepernick not getting any professional snaps in like what, four years? Like winning the Super Bowl. No, I mean, I. <laughs> that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard you say, which is why when you were willing to put $1,000 down on it, I'm like, and we're recording this? Yeah, I'll take that money. I'll take that money all day long. You won't t- you're going to get, you have to write a check, you know? Yeah, okay. All right. Let's go Anyways. to pop culture. Yes, <laughs> this is what Joe's been waiting for. <laughs> So, Joe, I literally just put it like my normal bet is like 25 cents on anything. Yeah, so, I bet a quarter. 
That's what he's like. He's like, I bet a quarter. Wait, what, wait, what did you bet? We just bet a thousand dollars. Oh, for what? That if if the Denver Broncos sign Colin Kaepernick to play quarterback and he plays a full season, this seventeen is real, games, this is real money. This is real money. Real this money. Real money. That they will go to no win the Super Bowl. Was it win the Super Bowl or go to a so Super go to, Bowl? Go, go to, a go Super to the Bowl. Super Bowl. I will even take so, that. If you need an escrow for your funds, I'm a man. I only charge a 2.3% interest. I was going to say, what's the big on that? It's got to be pretty high. No, no, it's, it's, it's just enough to buy another combo. No, and that's, like, what's funny is that this is not like a usual thing. Andre and I never bet money, but... Yeah, I don't bet. I don't when he's bet. willing to throw out some ridiculous statement like... All the Denver Broncos need is to sign Colin Kaepernick now, and they will go to the Super Bowl. I can't help but jump at the opportunity to make a thousand dollars. So, yeah. what are you talking so about? pop culture. <laughs> All right, so you guys, you guys saw, talk about? You guys saw Spider-Man: No, yes! no Way Home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. No spoilers. What's up, uh, Joe? I'll let you go first since I got to go first last time. No, please, your podcast. No, you go can first. I tell you what I think? Can yes, I tell you what Andre. I think? Okay, this is even better. Tell us what you think about the movie you haven't seen yet. I think it's going to be like a B minus at best, and I'm in no rush to see it. What did you Prove think of the wrong. first cool, two movies? Cool. I'll go first. No, I go first. I, I, that got actually, me. <laughs> you actually, B minus. <laughs> D minus. What the f- is that? Do you not? God damn. This is what I have to deal with week in and week out on this podcast. D minus is the best thing Sony has ever f- done with that franchise. They've been they've been f- throwing balls and seeing what f- hits, and nothing, nothing hit as good as it should have. It was always shortcoming. Venom was like a miracle, and then they f- it up with the second one because I just watched that too. They f- it up with the second one. God damn. God damn. And then they put a cliffhanger at the end, being like, oh, you're going to see Venom again. No, You know, this is not even a f***ing spoiler. I'm no. not going to f***ing spoil it. Because they didn't use him. Nope. They didn't use him. Nope. They're all Why? like, oh, here he comes. And then you get to the end of the movie, and you're like. Okay, just speaking on Venom alone, between fuck? Venom and Carnage, between Venom and Carnage, those two movies, Eddie Brock was such in a good mental headspace. He, he came to his own. He was he was feeling himself at the end of the first movie. And the second movie, they backpedal all of that. Mm-hmm. You just make him a whiny bitch. Oh, I'm tired of this you in my head and all this shit. Motherfucker, you're Venom. Go eat somebody. I literally saw you eat one person as Venom, and that's the carnage. Everyone else is just like, oh, I'm a, what was it? I'm a, I'm a violent protector or something. Like, like you, what are you protecting? I didn't, I did not see you save anybody. You did not do shit. Okay. <clears throat> as for so, Spider-Man. Okay. As for Spider-Man. That's what I signed up for. They were so We all close. know Venom suck. They could have f***ed this up. I was waiting for them to f*** it up. Because, yeah. like, as Sony does, they gave too much on the trailer. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, they gave too much in the trailer. They should Look, never have showed okay. so, yeah. Doc Octavius. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, they could have teased it with, like, the the claw coming out, right? But not actually seeing him, you know? Or, like, there were th- other things. Well, there were things that they could have done, I think. To so what, make... you're, what you're telling me is you lowered your expectations No, 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 no. That's not it. That's so give, that's the uh, amazing so, thing no, about no. this was that even they, with the they expectations. <laughs> right, we still love it. <laughs> even with the stuff that they didn't do right, they the movie was still <sighs> awesome. 
It's so good. <laughs> See, this is what makes it hard that since you haven't watched it because there's a big, there's two big moments in the movie that you, like you want to share, but you can't because you haven't watched it. I, okay, out of curiosity. Yeah, like if we told you, you that seen... Uncle Ben came back from the dead as a zombie and Peter has to kill him at the end of the movie, like that's that. just a that lot. You wouldn't be able to really understand shot. that. So we <laughs> aren't going to tell you that, even though that's what happens at no, the end of the movie. So, <laughs> Have you seen the new <laughs> Hawkeye episode? Yeah. So when you, so when they just uh, make sure we're on the same the new one when they when they brought when everybody was speculating who the big boss was and then and then Hawkeye was yeah, like, oh, was, yeah. Uh, well Wilson speculating Fisk. yeah you've yeah. Been up, I'm up to episode five I'm watching like well, episode six tomorrow yeah okay but you know, that's what I'm saying like um so you're saying you're telling me that Spider Spider Man No Way Home yeah delivers. They clean up the clusterfuck they had yeah. in um, yes. Far From it, Home. It, it actually, that's, a good, that's what I want to say. This entire movie is a nice slow burn of Sony walking through their past and be like, let's fix that, 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 let's fix that. And at the very end, let's tweak this because Hawkeye is happening. And then they're like, let's fix that, Doctor Strange. Like, literally, the post-post-credit scene was a Doctor Strange commercial. Okay, which, by the way... Marvel and Sony that was unacceptable. You make me sit in the f theater through all those credits and you literally give me a goddamn f trailer. trailer. Yeah. Not a scene. You know what? Not a clip, but a f yeah. cut yeah. together mismatch yeah. of Director's bullshit. Cut. Sloppy style. And you know what? Awful. You know what Look at me, Daddy Marvel. I love it. No, I love it. it Give was me more. Bad. No. Give me two credits. Bad I'll watch Marvel. them both. Bad. <laughs> bad Marvel. No, but, you do but, not. Um, you do not go in the house. Okay, I'm keeping these off. I got them too. Do you understand me? So, so I'm trying <laughs> to think what I can say. Give me a real post-credit so, no, so, scene. Most of the theater left, and I was left there, sitting there watching a fucking Doctor <laughs> Strange commercial. Can we say that? Can we, oh, whoa, whoa. What's up? What's the deal? With people walking out of Marvel movies at this point on the okay. credits. Don't, because no, they don't believe got, them anymore. No, 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 no. What, what it is is that they're going to go home and watch it on YouTube. So why do I have to sit in the theater and wait for it? You can literally... That's good. And a lot of times... It, I'm nobody, not the saying, but I'm saying like that's well, most of those people. Or they don't okay, care. For the, they let's don't just care. get the word out. A lot of times what's seen on YouTube is just it's not even the full thing. It's just it's yeah. cut by some cheapy guy with a cell phone and half his hand on his dick. I'd, like... <laughs> what? Yeah, that's just me? Uh, no, I mean I usually have my hand <laughs> on my dick too. So, so, but all right. So you you think it was a what A or A I think plus? It's a plus man, A plus. Really? Yes. I no. Trust me. Really trust me. Good. I was I hate so. Can I can I can I tell you like honestly? Mm -hmm. I'm not a big Tom Holland fan. Like, I, I don't I don't think his Spider Man is like the Spider Man that actually catches well, up. I mean, he's he's baby Spider-Man. I will say yeah. this. Tom Holland has his moment to mature in this one. He goes through some more more struggles. But his his um his entourage that you see in the other movies, they come more they become more like full fledged like assist like uh sidekicks and they're like really f good. Like uh Beefcake, the big fat kid. I I loved him. I, <laughs> I wanted to see more Ned, of him. I forget, dude. All I know <laughs> all I know is I love him. 
and he he needs to, he I don't think he needs a spin-off but he needs no. to be in some other spin-off. He needs to just show up and be as a consistent character in that. Well, but you know that Ned in uh one of the multiverses, one of the universes, he becomes the, the Hobgoblin. Group, the Hobgoblin, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, I only right, know yeah. that because I watched a bunch of YouTube stuff. Hence hence that statement that um that was made about best friends. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So my my point is this. It's like, look, I, I like Tom Holland. Like his Spider Man is too. I don't. I never liked or enjoyed the fact that they they did like a, a year one Peter Parker, in Marvel, the MCU. Yeah. I, I just I, I, I'm good. the same with Batman like that. I don't like year one Batman. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, eh. so, but I think he's a good actor. Blah blah blah. I have not enjoyed the only. Actually, I haven't enjoyed. I enjoy the Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I, I don't think I've liked any. It's, of it's funny you say that because Amazing be Spider-Man. Careful. I, Amazing Spider-Man. I hate so f***ing much. I, I, you. Legit, I legitimately hate that movie. I couldn't watch the second <clears> one. <throat> I, I got thirty minutes into it. I, I okay, never, I've never one, to this day. I agree. I have never awful. to this day. Once they start showing blue motherfucker, I was like, this is not Electro. This is not. This is not for me. No. You started this shit with Domino. Yep. And now you're doing Electro. I'm done. No, and and just, I I understand that. I did not enjoy the second one at all. The first one I really liked, and the first I one was really, dope. really like Andrew Garfield. I, yeah, I think Andrew Garfield was like the more modern, like Peter Parker. I think Tobey Maguire up until like the Spider-Man two, actually like halfway into so, two, uh, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was like up until that, the I, movie after well, the first one. I think, he did. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that's just the point. Like, each he each was Spider-Man Peter, is a different age group at yeah that's audience, that's yeah. where they they kind of they botched it with like the timeline of spider-man like Ho- holland yeah. is is a good year one to like uh finishing high school spider-man so what you're I, saying I can... is that they should have started with that and you're frustrated because you're seeing that now i think well we have if to you think about... if you match him up with like in game yeah so you're looking yeah. at more yeah so i it... think well trust me it's seen a toby mcguire spider-man age in Endgame would have been amazing with all his skill sets right. and his experience, but yeah, for the whole cinematic universe, it's kind of like a, a, a second shading of the Ultimate Universe. So instead of having sure. Miles Morales at that age being introduced to Captain America at his age, there's like okay, just do Peter Parker because we're not going to explain who the f- Miles Morales is to people right now. And now you have a young Peter Parker, pretty much echoing aspects of Miles My, Morales' yeah. you know development and, I, and like, I, again I, I f*** with that I'm like alright that's cool I can I can let it slide but in the back of but, my mind I'm always like yeah I don't really want to f*** with this like that like, and, <laughs> no, I, but I can guarantee if you watch it this week next week we have a lot more to talk about because you're going to want to talk about it but what's, what, I, what I think is funny about that is that in a lot of ways right what did what did Marvel end up doing but whitewashing the Miles Morales storyline that, that's yeah which, no, which I can wrong. understand your frustration with that, Andre. Like, but so we I got get, a really, I get gotta, exactly what really you're saying there. Aunt May out of it, so. Well, that's true, yeah. and I will. I mean, like, she's on a different world, so I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. That's you mean she, Marissa Aunt May? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she was. You never. You guys aren't old enough for that. For our different world, are you? Uh, no, I, but I am old enough for my cousin Vinny. Won <laughs> <laughs> an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your cousin, <laughs> you ever seen a different world? 
I don't remember. It's one of the greatest shows on TV. It sounds familiar. I'm sure I watched it at some point. God. I don't know. God. All right, Jeez. all right. I'm sure up. you'll never hold watch up. it. Hold I'm up. I'm sure you'll never watch it. And you're just everybody the pause, pause the podcast so that Chris can go on IMDb. Jeez, man, that's like some of the. I can't We're with the Dude, you gotta remember, you're eight years older than me. All right. Yeah. So? That's like exactly one generation. Oh, it's really like half a generation. It should be a generation, but... Whitley? Come on, man. Whitley? Yeah. Whitley. Come on. Whitley. Stop. Whitley. Yeah. Whitley. And Kim? Oh, on a, on a side note, are we going to be talking about that YouTube video you had me watch? Because, um... Which YouTube oh, yes. video? Yes, sir. Yes. I got some wonderful... I got... I, I oh. love them the pro. All right, real quickly, I want to say I watched uh, season two of The Witcher. I haven't watched it. <sighs> it's actually pretty dope. Uh, Even after all the staff shortages. Oh the- yeah, I've seen a different world. Did you, did you like over here? Like, oh, you see a different world? Like, I told you, I grew up watching Martin. I don't know if you watched a different world. You didn't know who Whitley was. Anyway. All right, look, I didn't watch it like that, okay? <laughs> your credentials, bro. <laughs> well, that's nothing new. <laughs> so, season two of The Witcher was kind of dope. Um, I haven't watched season one, but that's one of those shows I've been thinking about getting into. You, you kind of got to get taste, on that. I, taste I don't think it's, it. it's going to make it till like, season four, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. That's good. I don't like so, long commitments. Yeah, do you well, think? Do you think they would have been able to make more if it wasn't for how bad CD Projekt Red f***ed up their newest game? <laughs> Actually, no. I think they can ride out the, the the whole world because they've got the other prequel coming with um, some other. Joy- I can't whatever happened? That, what. Whatever happened? That Game of Thrones prequel. That was oh, that's coming out like this yeah, spring. They're still working on it, but mm. yeah. So I think Witcher that. Two. It's a good watch. You gotta like be caught up on it. Henry Cavill, I'm starting to think Deuce not a good actor. Like, and he's a creep get... to boot. I don't, I don't care about that shit. But um, you don't care about him wanting to eat people. Yeah, that's, uh, that's your boy. Um, uh, what's his name? Army Diff- Ar- Ar- Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah. Oh, that is a different dude, isn't it? Yeah, you, you call you made all your white people look the same. <laughs> I mean, shit, we all look the same to me. <laughs> I'll, but, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Superman. I'm like, damn, I look good. <laughs> so anyway, Witcher season two. It's an Andre thumbs up. You got to watch season one, obviously. Um, so wait, let's go back to Spider Man real quick. I, I want to hear Andre. What are your concerns for the movie? I I think they they're gonna have gaps because I do believe they're setting up Doctor Strange more than they're actually trying to like flesh out the story with Spider-Man. You can understand that, yeah. So that's like my commercials. Baby. Stop, stop it, stop it. The commercials the commercials may look that way for sure. Yeah, that's my base. So that's why I'm thinking like, all right, maybe they can like flesh out the story. I don't see how they do the uh, the multiverse like swap and bringing these other villains in. They did it very well. I'll say that. Okay. Because I, I'm concerned it's not going to be clean because like Octavius died... Like, I, I remember how Dr. Octopus died. I remember how the vulture died, or the, the goblin died. Yes. And it's like, you, you can't... So, so I, remember... I will say, right, like, uh, there was... 
there were parts of that that they didn't necessarily. I, I don't answer, think that yeah, they, they yeah they didn't it. answer it as explicitly as they could have, but I understand why. Like if you did, it would have been like, well, exposition, 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 exposition. So and I they get did why that they for didn't, some things. For some things, but I will say that going back so and watching a couple of the YouTube videos afterwards that were on it about like Easter eggs and explanations of endings and stuff like that, it made a lot more sense. And I think it's one yeah. of those like watching it a second and third time through, you start to put so, those other pieces together and kind of I, – I, they I, I think personally, Joe seems to agree with me, they for what they were trying to achieve – they did a really, really clean job up there. Yeah, so my, surprisingly my well problem, for Sony, which yeah. makes me think that Sony didn't have much control of this. I feel, no, it that screamed was a, this was a Marvel <laughs> yeah. all the way through. And then Marvel's like, okay, we'll do the work, but you know, you get the f- main title. Yeah, you can put whatever. your name on it, but at the end of the day, we're not letting you completely botch our... I mean, because with I don't think this is a spoiler, right? Like, Doctor Strange is a heavy character in this, in yeah. this movie, right? And so... Yeah. I mean, and you see that was my concern. The trailer. Yeah, but, so, like, it's one of those things where I think Marvel ultimately said, we're not letting you mess up what we have going forward, so we're going to hold your hand to make sure that this movie is good while also providing us with the foundation to be able to go forward. And I was worried, too, that it was going to be... the Venom thing was scrubbed. I think, I think, I think, that's, I think that's why I scrubbed it. We've got to do a pause in potty break. <laughs> All right, potty break. Okay. yeah. going to clean this up for sony I, and i want to believe that spider-man's a good movie so uh, like i don't rock with like a movie if it's like a c right i'll yeah. watch a b minus flick I, I don't care i mean i but, think even in your um sometimes overly critical ways okay, you will do not, enjoy yeah, this do not, movie don't don't hurt don't knock him on that he's been hurt okay no, Carnage I'm did saying a bad like, thing to him. No, I get it. Like I really do. And I mean like I think like Joe and I I think both kind of addressed that like like we went into this expecting less than what we hoped. I'll tell you exactly what I expected. I expected Sony to show a good product like they always have and then f it up with their advertisements and their their and their self grandiose gestures. And they like almost Sony did. Sony is, is all. Sony is, has been all about. We're not the Marvel universe, but so we're going to do something different. And I'm like, but yeah. the, right? I'm like, but what you by doing something different is not good. Like as right. we see with Carnage, like that whole if they just took her his, his the whole love bullshit was Carnage, and and just take her out of this movie because we don't need her, and just have it focused on Venom and Carnage and and, and tone down Venom's like new to America persona where he's always like God damn ah! I'm like just stop just no, stop so You're... much and and that was one of the things where it's like um in some of the videos that I watched this past week like or this past weekend 
people talking about the Venom character and him being like such a screw up and like this this being no, a specific uh, one of the like the variants of Venom from the multiverse. And I'm starting to get the feeling that like that is just going to be the carte blanche excuse that we give for every everything that doesn't for, quite for every line bad up decision with what we Sony like. makes. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. Or not even just Sony, but like everybody in general. Like, oh, if we don't like it, it's like, oh well that was just this one multiverse character that we did you didn't know was from the multiverse. It's kinda like uh <laughs> it's Spider Man uh Far From Home, where it's like you have the scrolls that are pretending to be, you know, Nick Fury oh, and yeah. uh, what's her face, and then it's like they don't, you know, nobody knows. Like, so it's just like I, I don't know. Um, and that's what I, I don't want. I don't want to sign up for this. this. They made reference yeah, they to scrolls in this. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna say like my first estimate is a B minus. No, you got. I, I mean, I you gotta see it. I hope you get a chance to see it this week because if we can talk about it next week, that'd be. I'll awesome. say this. I'll say this. With all the information out on it now and Sony's history, it's completely understandable that you would give it a low score like that. Yes. Because Sony yeah. is a piece of shit. And they, <laughs> I mean, when when you make Venom, when you, sorry, when you make Eddie Brock compliment a Sony television just out of character, that was a really expensive TV. I'm like, bitch, that's a 32 inch. It ain't, ain't worth shit. <laughs> if you had a 65 inch, then you could, that would make some sense. But no, Sony couldn't even get their own good TV on there with their lack of supply of bull ass mother. I hate Sony. I hate Sony. So after on my way home from the movie, right, I I made a list of pros and cons because I was trying to like I, for for this specific reason, like I wanted to be able to talk about this and remember the things that I liked and that I didn't. And guys, without getting... guys, hold on. Sorry, hold on. No, it's okay. Go on. I gotta show you this. I gotta show you this. Can you see her? No, we can barely see because your video quality is pretty. It just went downhill. What is that? Oh, is that your child sticking their head through the door? <laughs> she was, oh, my God. She, she was just doing that to give me a thumbs up saying I'm doing good. She heard me yell about Sony, and she just just smiling at me through the cat door. Gotta love it. That's what's I haven't up. seen my kid at all, so I'm assuming she's watching her videos. Um, but no, like, I, I mean, I had equal numbers of pros and cons. But one of the cons was that shitty Matt Damon Crypto.com commercial that I keep having to watch at the beginning of every movie now. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You guys no. have seen this Matt Damon commercial? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it, but not in a, Is it like, uh, Fortune a... Favors the Bold? Yeah. Or the Brave or something like that? Yeah. Well, I just see the... All right. I just Can see you... The whatever the f*** you're opening, what the f*** are you opening? You gotta chill it with that. I'm almost done. I'm almost. I'm almost done. What is that, yo? It's like like it's, me it's, it's his medication. You know, what having you, that said, they gave me like horse pill kind of <laughs> shit. I went to a lower brand that was cheaper, and it's like horse pill size now. Dude, that's how it I was still... when I went to Costa Rica, and I had to get like the anti-malaria pills. Those things were massive. And it was great. Wait, because... wait. Why are you in Costa Rica? Okay, Costa let's Rica go to that video that I share with you guys because I don't like you guys. Are All right, some fine. Bullshit. I didn't want this. <laughs> I sent you guys a video that uh, I don't know who this this creator is. Um, it's it's titled Ugh, "The Problem so... with DC Heroes." Yeah, that's so damn good. It's a good video. And it's uh, Cosmo Astronaut Variety. So we need to shout them, those guys out. You, you, you know, I started. <laughs> oh my god! Right. 
So you've you've pre- I don't know what's happened the last couple of weeks. I've been dropping more f bombs than like yeah. I sh- I don't know if anybody podcast. noticed, but I added a a lovely little profanity counter <laughs> yeah. last week, and that's not even all the profanity. It's only the things that we felt, and specifically I felt need warranted being removed, which are basically f words and any kind of like. I mean, in that episode, there were a lot of very racist things that Andre said, not me. So I missed that so bad. Oh, are are can they can be construed as racist? But are they very like uh, sensitive to my my culture? But well, and they're words are... that if we let them play without bleeping them out, are very likely to get us in trouble with the yeah. tube of views. Yeah. Do you guys remember, so, um, so uh, what's wrong with movie? In the nineties, oh, uh, yo, oh, the cartoon. Is that, yeah, is that is that something? Is that part of your heart? Um, I'm pretty sure that's not no. something you're allowed to bring up because it. Andre lost somebody very special that day. <laughs> huh? Optimus? Yeah. Oh, whatever. so I'm a hot rod guy anyway. <laughs> that's what I was. Am I with. wrong, Andre? Yeah, that's true. I know. The aspect. I knew Everybody's like, bringing the. You gotta. <laughs> you got the touch. Put it in. Yeah, you gotta remember. I saw that joint in the theater, yo. Yeah. You guys probably saw it on like DVD. Yeah, or I some saw shit. it. On, no, VHS. no, I saw it on VHS. Yeah. VHS. Yeah. yeah, and it was like the crappy VHS, VHS that was... was recorded off of like cable television, so it had all the commercials uh, and everything. Where's the harm? Do you Let's know what talk else? about the problem with DC Heroes. The California Raisins was another one that I had on VHS. That was great. That's racist. That's not racist. Uh, some of the like, what do you guys think about that video? I didn't watch I it. Think so Super, I thought it was I great. think Superman needs less Lois Lane in his movies. Yo, you didn't watch this, Chris? No, I didn't get a chance. I'm sorry. Joe, that you, guy was so okay, spot you on. Sent yeah? it he was to great. Me. He was. It was funny because I had a list written down of things I wanted to talk about just by knowing the title of that video and then i watched it and I, and I was like holy shit um i don't need this list and i was like fuck he said it he said it <laughs> but um yeah my thing my take just summarize on that um i've always felt dc even though i have tons of freaking dc comics on the wall they have great superheroes but they are so power dynamic like they're still very very high they're up op there. yeah, yeah they're, they're it's, it, it's a bad case of power creep so they so DC has great like galactic event you know ex, like storylines. Those those are great. That's always where Marvel has kind of screwed the pooch. Guardians of the Galaxy is their one off. Everything else is kind of like very obscure, like Nova and stuff like that. Quasar. <laughs> DC. What? <laughs> what? He's not I, wrong. I mean, like, I can't. The Nova I can't Corps stand Guardians of, of the ever. Galaxy. No, no, I didn't no, say. He's I didn't say it was the prime. Pulling yeah. in it was obscure a... things that you've never yeah. really heard of. Like even if yeah. you read the comics, you'd have to be like a pretty hardcore nerd yeah. about it. In Guardians of to... Galaxy was. Dude, I'm sitting here like Marvel. watching the problem with DC Heroes video and listening to Joe at the same time, and I understood what he was talking about. Like, what yeah. the f- is your problem? So DC, DC's problem. What are you doing? Like, is no, that they have no? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> DC's problem is they have really good he- heroes. But they do not utilize them properly, and they put them against. And they've so far they put them against villains that are so one note, and generic and boring. And when I said about the whole Superman thing, the the guy in the video brought up a really good point. 
being in love with a, with your with a character is not your 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 character. It's not your 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 motive to be a character. And then I remembered, wait a minute, what's the Superman that I've always idolized? Because I've always had a hard time regular Superman, but the one I always idolized was this bad boy right here, Red Sud Superman. Because his girl died, and that changed the way he decided, he felt throughout the world. And you saw the the way he treated things completely different. And comparing that to, like, our Superman, to, like, the Russian Superman at that time, it was like, wow, this is interesting because it's so, it's not just different, but it's more developed. It was more a social commentary on the difference between, you know, Reaganomics and, you know, the Cold War. And, and that's what I want. I want to see, I want to see more of that with Superman. And I can't stand the DC Superman movies because they're so bland. They're so bland. Well, it's, I think it's hard, right? Like, I was a huge Superman, as you can kind of see. Right, a huge yeah. Superman comic fan growing up. Like Superman was my was my boy, and I. But I reached a point in high school where it stopped being interesting. Right, like yeah, he was right. so infallible and so unstoppable that ultimately, no matter what I read, it was kind of like, well, I know he's going to come out on top. And I know they had the whole yeah. thing where it was like Superman dies yeah, Superman, and all of yeah. that, but it was. That wasn't what it was about. To me, like, the other heroes, like the X-Men and stuff like that that I enjoyed was that they had, you know, human fallibilities that I could relate to. You know, things that they struggled with on a day-in and day-out basis that were not just related to whether or not I'm going to save the world. You know, it was about, like, them living in their relationships. And those were the connections that I ended up making, I think, as I grew up, right? You get more life experience. Those are the things that start to make a bigger connection to you. But... I mean, like, Superman has, again, like, always played a bit, pretty big, yeah. you know, role, like, in my comic history. So, um, I'll, I'll elaborate on what you what you said about the whole conne- connecting. You think Spider-Man, what, what, you think his villains, right? Mm-hmm. You think Tombstone, which is one of his villains, he's also the villain of Punisher and Daredevil. And then you keep going down that rabbit hole, all these heroes vigilantes all connect you're developing a nice a nice like kind of like a framework a to build stories yeah, on a, yeah. a, a web yeah. if you will <laughs> but when you come when you go, when you go to DC <laughs> good none, job Chris <laughs> none of the DC villains have anything to do with other DC heroes They're right. all... that's not true that's not that's actually not true if you Which look one? at uh, you look at the Flash and Green Lantern they have some overlap you look at um... it, the movie the movies you know, and, and some of the comics no I'm not talking about the comics I'm talking about the movies the movies oh, that they've oh, made oh okay because okay, okay. they pretty much said the, 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 the Green Lantern but thing you... has never happened well yeah in the canon yeah even though I'm th- even though I think they could have they could have did something with that you know I, I think right now look for look at how the new Spider-Man movie is go- doing <clears throat> taking taking aspects of things that people didn't like and fixing them that's what yeah. they should do with Green Lantern but I don't I don't so my, my thing is this, and I, I agree with, like, with both what you guys say. Like, I, I think that DC has some good heroes. Um, they do, heroes. They're like, executed. they're OP, like, like, a, like, you wouldn't believe. Like, it's like Superman. Who fights Superman, right? Like, nobody can beat this dude. Yeah, well, the clan. <laughs> no, so, like, I was so excited when I went through my comics, because when you were showing the one the other week, uh, yeah. that was talking about that. And so, like, I saw this, I showed this to Andre last week because I had it pulled out. 
as I was going through and updating my my wall behind me for last week's episode because I thought you were going to join us, and so. Um, <laughs> but like this was this was the stuff that I love to read. Like we were talking about that last week. Like you know, oh, yes, Superman. Superman has wonderful stories and like stuff like that. Like those are the, yeah. the stories that I absolutely loved as a kid growing do up. Do you think? Do you think that the big reason DC is screwing up the pooch right now or consistently? Is they're afraid to do something risky with the character? They're just trying to keep it to the to the ones you already know. Like if you Google search Superman, you find Death of Superman, and they're like, okay, let's go straight to that. So, so the kid that uh, does those videos, what's his name? Um, the kid that what? Uh, it does those videos. He made a very good point. Oh, uh, the Cosmonaut Variety Hour. Yeah. This boy's got gun so, nipples. I want gun nipples, dude. First, dude's got one point. He's eight. Million there was eight million, just yeah, eight million that, right? views on the video. Yeah. Damn. Like you're saying, we need to shout him out, man. You know, we don't. We don't need I'm to not, shout I'm him out. I'm not. Like I'm not looking for cloud, but it's like I didn't. Like I just. I really connected with the content. I thought it was dope. I think he he was spot on about that. It's like the 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 people at, at Warner Brothers. They don't know the source material, right? So when I look at Batman versus Superman, I'm like, yeah, that's Batman. Like uh, that's Dark Knight Returns. Like that was the first thing I thought about. I wasn't like. Oh, oh no! What, yeah. uh, no, I agree with is this? Um, well, and that's been DC's problem for a while now, right? I mean, I think they don't represent the like, but it's also like Marvel's Edge. It's like, and I keep saying, like they have they have content that goes back, and they can pull from it, yeah. and they can. But DC, modify... I feel like has has outsourced right their content when it comes to movie stuff for the most part historically. Where it's like, you know... Where they get with, shitty directors. Well, sure, but... Yes, I mean, very you much had, so. I, I don't know. I, where do you guys stand on, like, the Tim Burton Batman films? Were those decent? Were they I, I thought it was... Those it, for me, it thing. was dope because it wasn't yeah. the campy shit. It was like, okay. you know, that's Batman, right? And that was all he had going for... Like, I didn't like the story at all. But I'm like, yo, it's not this corny 1968 it wasn't the 60, Batman. Yeah, Adam West stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's dope. The second one, I didn't really like it. I didn't like any of the rest of them, but I actually own all of them because I like to see Batman on the screen. Right, right which I, I mean, uh, I totally understand that. I guess what what I'm trying to understand is where I, where you feel like the um, the quality of director or writer or... Chris you know, Nolan was the only thing that the DC Universe has actually said hey, we care about the story, and let's let's kind of make it something of our own. And Chris, but even like, with that one, don't you th- feel like by the time we got to the third one, they kind of screwed the pooch on that? I, I just didn't feel like the third one... I mean, like, and maybe part of it, and it's not their was fault, Was they right? wrapped it. Was what? Was they, they, they tried to make it a trilogy. It wasn't... Well, it was okay, like but Batman's what I was going to say trilogy. is that Heath Ledger just killed it as the Joker, and because of everything that surrounded that before the movie came out, that it was mm. almost impossible for you to be able to capture that type of emotional connection to the film. Because yeah. for me personally... Which is why we got a lot of lashback when the next guy decided to do his version of the Joker and it was straight garbage. Which I haven't seen, by the way. Good for you. All right, well, there are two questions. So you haven't seen the Joker? I haven't seen the Joker. Joaquin? No. It's actually not a good movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's that was and look, I'm not a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. Like, I mean, like I think he's dope, but f- the Oscars and f- whatever the f- he won for that, that was not a I good been, movie. I've it been was... curious to the point, like because it's on sources where I can watch it without giving 
anybody any credit for it. You know, like I'm I'm more tempted to watch it there. But that was a big thing. Like even when I was like on the uh, airplane, like coming home, I'm like, man, I ain't watching that shit on here. You're gonna get so, some money for that. Joker is a good deep dive into the like the psycho the psychology of a criminal, but it's not. It's not Are you represent- kidding me? No, I'm not. There's parts of that that have to deal with really good depression and anxiety, and I, I think that's that's key to note. But at, at its core, it's not a Joker movie. It's really it's just like it's Taxi with a Joker spin. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a f- broad ass movie. It was like so broad that you yeah. you had to you had to connect the dots as a viewer yeah. to so, say this movie's about the Joker. I assume you meant Between Taxi that Driver. And, um... hmm? Yeah, have I seen Taxi? Well, no. On, uh, I think Joe said Taxi, and I immediately thought of the show Taxi. Like the, the video game Taxi Driver? No. Uh, or Driver? What, what, no, what is the... <laughs> what is the movie with uh, Robert The movie's De Niro? called Taxi. Is that Taxi? It's taxi. Yeah. What was the show? It was uh, with uh, Tony Danza? No, no. Well, maybe, but with uh, Danny yeah. DeVito and uh, Andy Andy Kaufman. I feel like Danny DeVito's getting shorter the older. That was also Taxi, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. Why did I think that the De Niro flick was called Taxi Driver? <laughs> oh, stop it's it. Fucking, you know what? Anyway. Just... Oh, shit, it is called the Taxi Driver. Oh! oh! Never, ever, ever gonna live that down i'm just gonna ignore it clips but <laughs> published mm. <laughs> god i'm good so yeah i hear taxi and all of like all i can think of is andy coffin and thank you very much like <laughs> <laughs> so i think joker i think joker was a shitty movie like I like my wife and my daughter love that shit. I was like, yeah, that shit was kind I of. I think Joker is a good movie, but overhyped. Oh, and maybe that's kind of why I really feel. I just yeah. didn't. I wasn't gonna be like. My whole nah, point was that, that was I dumb. agree that Christopher Nolan was the best director that they've had since Tim Burton to do the, the any of the Batman stuff, right? And that I never saw Mister Freeze. And even Tim Burton gets a pass because it wasn't the campy shit. Well, but it was, it was like the Tim Burton campy though. Like that was the whole thing was it was the, it was, it was eh, so Tim Burton. It was like Nightmare no. Before Batman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Nightmare Before Batman. Okay. That's like fair. That. <laughs> that's, that is super fair. Just see Edward Scissorhands show I just, up. I help just him fight came Mr. up Freeze. with that off the top of my head because that's the kind of genius that just spews from me. All right, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> That's just yay. No, no, f- that mother. So let me let me let me, sh- let, me sh- let me say this real quick. It's actually been I haven't heard anyone online mention this. So yeah. remember in the first Venom, where somebody made a statement to Brock about his blunder on the East Coast. Yeah. So uh, given everything in the multiverse, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, we're watching a Venom movie with no Spider-Man in it. So they have yep. to they have to give a new origin for why Venom why Venom it does his web slinging bullshit, but he's not actually Venom, which mm-hmm. it, it probably explains why you don't see him web sling much and just Ever. jump and crawl on everything. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's less Venom than I think about it. But um, the 
after that statement, it got it, for years. I've just been thinking about it. I'm like, so that means there, he did also get ousted for faking photographs in for the Daily Bugle. And but they you know they never say it. But I'm like that if if just them saying that one line hints at that. And then the second movie comes along, and they make you know references to I think they made references to I think it was one wasn't it a Star Labs reference in there in the, in the Carnage movie might have been yeah I know no, some, Star Labs is DC that's right I'm, I'm getting my brain screwed up all this car, talking no, 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 yeah it was, another, it was, it was a, no it, okay it was no it was an Asylum that's what it was yeah the Asylum they send they had Carnage yet or no the, and the one that they had uh, the the yeah. uh, what, Siren or whatever her name is. Yes, uh, that 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 that. But that's supposed to be where all of Spider-Man's villains get sent to. So it's like, basically the Arkham yeah. Asylum of yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So when I saw them bringing that into attention, I was like, and, and with the whole Siren thing, they kind of like they kind of like kind of mentioned the mutants and all that stuff. I was like, this is I'm just not what I'm trying to talk about, but they're doing a lot of these like, let me test the water to see if you want to want us to do more of that, because we don't want another new mutants. You know, no, situation. but I mean, <laughs> we know that they are going but, to bring X Men into the MCU at some point. In well, the they next, have to. Full, like, yeah, there's a lot years. of demand for it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Eddie Brock, they they hinted that you know a similar fashion, he got ousted out of Daily Bugle. That's why he went to the West Coast and became super freaking internet famous. And then he got ousted again because of the rocket ship, you know, blunder and you know, yada, yada yada. This last movie, Spider Man, you know, you think you see because after Carnage, you're like, oh, Venom's going to be in that one. What's he going to do? And you're like, you're seeing the people you saw on the trailers. You're like, that's a full roster already. What? How are you going to explain how Venom is here and how they're, how's Spider Man going to react to that? Because I was very confused when you just seen Venom like tongue fuck the TV, just looking at Spider-Man, you know, like, right. just, like, I was like, why, why is Venom instantly so attracted to this powerful guy? You know why you know, though, right? So this is one of the things the that, well, so I, this is one of the things that I was also confused about, right? But after watching a couple of videos on YouTube following seeing No Way Home, it started to make a little bit more sense. And basically the explanation that's been given, and this is not like official Marvel explanation, but just mm-hmm. general geek explanation, um, that the uh, symbiote is basically a neural network, right? Where they're all connected to each other. And so that means even across the multiverse. So yeah. that, that other, answered the other question I had about some of the other things. Other like Venoms the, basically have run into Spider-Man at points and have also been made aware that he is Peter Parker. So that so would go that, along with the comic books with the whole, you know, Venom verse. Because immediately and, before they do the weird, like, you know, teleportation to a new place at the end of the Venom flick is when he connects to the symbiote network, basically. He's like, oh, if I connected Brock, you know, Eddie Brock, if you, if I connected, it would blow your mind, and then he connects, and it's like, whoa, and then they shift places all of a sudden. And that's the ex- explanation that's essentially being given, is that because in that moment one, he's made aware as to who Peter Parker is and the fact that he's Spider-Man, even though there is apparently, at least now that we've been made aware of, a Spider-Man in the Venom universe, See, that's, that's what, what essentially part... draws him in. So that's the thing I, I was interested about because I was, you know, the whole spell is, you know, 
make everyone who knows who Peter Parker Spider Man forget, right? Yep. That was the whole trailer, you know, thing. Um, so Venom first Venom, you're like, does he even? Is there a Peter Parker in that world? Right. Carnage happens. You still don't really get that answer. This movie happens, and then you're like, wait, that means Eddie Brock wouldn't be sent back because he doesn't know Peter Parker. Right. And then he gets sent back, and you're like, oh shit. I mean, there is a Peter Parker in his world in some facet. So maybe that Peter Parker is right. So it's one of those things where I think either there is a Peter Parker that hasn't been identified and hasn't become Spider-Man yet, or it's that by connecting to the symbiote network that Venom and Eddie are therefore made aware of who. Wouldn't that mean that Venom primarily would have been teleported back, not Eddie Brock? Yeah, but I think because they're both connected, right? Like they're linked now. That that's about, that's going to be their explanation about, for it. But what about what happened on the table after he disappeared? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, that's one thing is the Eddie Brock thing, not a Venom thing. Yeah, could be. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe they want to explain like, off. I do understand that in. As a Venture think, Brothers fan, I think, right? Like, I think Marvel's getting lazy, and they're doing some fucking... What is it, Rick and Morty? Well, so, God, okay, see, so, and that's exactly what I was going to say, is that I think, as a Venture Brothers fan, I can fully appreciate where you leave questions unanswered to come back and answer later. You don't even have them answered yet, but you, like, you leave open-ended questions and things so that when you come back and answer them later, you can be like, oh, this is what we meant all along, right? And I think... To some degree, that's what you're getting in the Marvel Universe right now, where they're leaving things open and then they're coming back and kind of conveniently saying, oh, this is how we want to close this up. Um, And so it's not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to be able to, especially because you're not like the Marvel comic universe is not synonymous with the Marvel cinematic universe, right? Everything that's happened in the comics is not the same stuff that's happening here in the cinematic universe. And so... We, I think like any of the stuff that we've seen before in the comics or in other TV shows and whatnot, I mean, even the Marvel stuff on Netflix that they've only now kind of just started to, in certain ways, right, like integrate into the yeah. actual MCU. There was that whole, is this, is any of this canon or is like Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, is that all just like one-off stuff that kind of exists outside of the actual MCU, and <laughs> or can we all collectively say Iron Fist did not happen? Well, I think we've all agreed at this point that that is true, but the rest of them we like enough that we okay. do want to include them. So, Andre, I took your advice and I finished uh, season two of Luke Cage. And when Iron Fist and Luke Cage were fought together, I was like, why didn't they just do that from the beginning? Iron Fist needs somebody with more personality than him to, to do a fight scene because he sucks as, as his, he, he has sucks as no a character. <laughs> He's no His personality. He's a rich is white guy who's surprised all the time. Hair and blue eyes. They, they, they gave him the shaft in that whole show, man. Like, they really, like, I think that there was a couple of bright spots in that entire series that they missed the mark on. And it's yeah. like, it's yeah. it's not it's not the actor's fault. It was the writer's fault. It was Netflix's yeah. fault. I never liked when he, as a white character, tried to explain Asian, like, mythology. In practices, uh, it became it, it was you. You were with the story, and then he started doing that, and you're like, "What? Whoa! You you're, you you don't feel natural right now. Why are you?" <laughs> but didn't they forced? do the same thing with Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange? Yeah, that was that was the first like major whitewashing of a character where they like 
they missed the mark there. But it's it's like uh, it, that that here, to me was such a name grab, right? That was we got Tilda Swinton to play this it didn't role. Matter. No, I I'm like, with you, but I'm saying that like for the non you know the non people the, the people who weren't going to necessarily go watch those movies unless there were name brand actors in it that right. drew them in. And Doctor Strange, I understand because Cumberbatch wasn't like he was Sherlock, but he wasn't like the American no, star. No, he's Doctor. He's oh, he Dr. is Doctor Strange. Strange. <laughs> like no, like you can yeah. go watch you your way his... home, and <laughs> your your opinion of Doctor Strange is not getting any lower at this point and no, the way that great. Cumberbatch. Yeah, you got you take his face and you put it on uh, like next to a print. You're like, Yo, that's But that's Dr. the other you thing, take... right? And we've talked about this before that with Marvel and this is where I think Marvel and DC again have have really like differentiated was that Marvel has repeatedly found characters that not only physically can embody the character, but that emotionally connect with the audience and who that character is and right. are able to to translate that and that's where i think dc well, has missed like you know marvel uh, is ben affleck, except right? for like you love ben except affleck for tom holland oh, and that's your that's your take i get that you know but but like with um ben affleck and batman right like i don't yeah. connect with ben affleck as batman you love him I and know. i get that like that's that's he's a good bruce wayne but not a good batman but uh, like for me, I like Bruce Wayne is supposed to be egotistic. He's supposed to come out egotistic, you know, like I'm rich, pompous. Yeah, but, but, Bruce, but... Wayne, the Bruce Wayne he's playing is not the Bruce Wayne from exactly. Earlier it's he's not playing, thirty year old Bruce older, Wayne. It's fifty year old Bruce an Wayne. Aged, yeah, an aged Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't give a shit. No, so, and I and yeah, I get I that, but I just think <laughs> you know it's it's that was one of those where to me that felt like we want a name a name brand to play Batman. And I'm not saying that that's what they did, but that's what yeah, it, that's, that's how what it came it, across it felt like. it to me. It was like but I thought the same thing, right? When they got Heath Ledger to play the Joker. I went, "How the hell is that dude going to play the Joker?" I don't like, even think they were ready for that dude. He he, he knocked it out of the park. No, I know, but I but that's what I'm saying is that there are times where you can look at that casting and go, I don't get it. And that, and the, um, the actor just kills it. Like he just Chris absolutely with, crushes uh, Thor. it. What was that? But Chris, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Like, but I didn't, but he, people didn't make that connection at first. Cause Thor had such a Thor, even the way Thor comics were written before those movies came out, very old English. She like yeah. text and it was kind of like so for some people it was very dry I loved it well and there's and a lot of happened. people who do not like Chris Hemsworth's Thor oh, because I, I they believe don't it. they don't feel like it's an accurate portrayal they feel like he's been you know this dumbed down like jockey version of Thor as opposed to what they feel yeah. like is really yeah. Yeah. what's his name Taika Waikiki yeah Taika Taika Waikiki I, I fucking don't like him well, I don't <laughs> like his work it's okay to be wrong sometimes you telling me you don't like Ratman <laughs> No, he doesn't like Ratman. It to be fair, it did take me four watches to get through Free Guy. I kept falling asleep, but I was really tired. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Taika. What is it? YTT. Taika YTT. I'm not going to memorize that shit because yeah. he's not going to matter in like ten years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, don't... I think he might. I think I think Taika might he's might a, stick around. He's but... a he's a comedic actor. That's dope. I I, I don't think that like. I love I Ragnarok. He... I know that it's not your cup of tea, but Ragnarok was... And, and what's Fuck funny that. about Ragnarok to me is that I left that movie thinking 
they just blew up the entire planet, you know, like Asgard. The, of yeah. Asgard. And that movie didn't really seem to have the type of like down like heaviness of that's associated with that. And walking out of the movie theater, I was like, I don't know how right that is. It's still it's one of my favorite movies to rewatch. I love that movie. I just do. I, I don't know. I it's, like Thor Ragnarok because one is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to a live action World War Hulk. And and or they, they screwed it up. They screwed it up. Let's they do help. Took, they, let's do get help. <laughs> what's that? What? Let's it. do get help when they're in the elevator and he, <laughs> thro- he throws. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 That's right! That's right! Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. But, I didn't like that. I was, I was just so bored. I was it's the like, closest we're gonna get to a Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, you know, storyline. Um, I I did like how they just they kind of they they they, they tweaked. The Hella, you know, origin? They, they ruined Hella. What are I'll, you talking about? I'll, okay, so if you're not a comic book reader, Hella is nothing to, to nobody. People, A lot of people do not know who the Hella is. They do not know the Hella-Loki connection. <laughs> who the Hella just, is that? Right, right. But just to show her at at her like her power set is awesome. She, I mean, Obviously, she's nowhere near as powerful as she is in the comics. But for a Marvel villain, it's up to that point. She's She was the most, like, powerful fucking destroys Again, all the batteries uh, in one hit <laughs> my, my point being is like and i and i get what marvel has to do they have to balance like the traditional or like people that have read comics for years upon years and the new audience and they've done a great job of that so i commend them for that and i have to suffer through a taika what, what's his name Waititi. Y-T-T. it's literally three letters so I would say Marvel is great, like I said, at adapting the source material <laughs> to a new audience. I don't audience. like his f- name. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, I don't want to bastardize his name. Taika Waititi. Waititi, he's from New Zealand. He's a king. Yeah, I, I respect the New Zealand. It doesn't joke, seem like, like you do because you keep making it like it doesn't. It doesn't. You your eyes, your eyes glass evil. over and you start like looking around. Like, I'm the white dude here that's pronouncing the this name that is not white just fine. I don't, but I don't want to give him that much press. I don't think I wasn't impressed. I think he did a terrible job with that movie, and I get the people love the movie because of the humor, and they thought it was a softer side of the of the of the heroic adventure. I thought it was awful to mix Planet Hulk. Uh, like I, I just thought it was. But do you awful. think that that it. was all Taika Waititi's decision? Do you think that he went to Marvel and said, "What I really want to do is make a Thor movie where I steal as much from Planet Hulk as I can, so that the people who are really big fans of Planet Hulk will be pissed off." Like I think this was more oh, Kevin Feige and Marvel saying, "This is where we need you to get to." And Taika looking at it and going, "All right, this is the movie I can make out of that." Like, and I'll make it pretty funny. What yeah. they did to Meek hurts me still. Like, Meek the was what? such a Meek, the the six armed, yeah, like ra- a- a- the razor, a- razor, the sword arm, like cockroach thing. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah what they did to him hurts me. They just made him like a dumb animal. And then when you when they walk into they went to the courtyard. courtyard oh, I didn't. During, like, I mean, again, like I'm not a huge comic book guy. Like in terms of. Thor and they Marvel. did a lot of, like you said, they did a lot of Easter eggs to hint that they are that you know this is the, you know, they're paying homage as they say to to the Planet Hulk situation. Right. But but when I see it, it actually highlighted more the fact that that's an opportunity we missed right there because I would love to have seen the um, 
uh, God, what is the power called? Andre, what's the, what is their power called? The um, the old power or something? The people who, who can turn into stone on that planet. I, I off the top of my head, I'm yeah, just I like I, I'm, I'm like I think they refer to the old power or something like that. I'm but. fuming in my own head, like I'm like but fucking that, upset that Chris is <laughs> like he's putting this. Sh- on a banner. I'm World not War putting Hulk, on a banner. I'm saying Sorry. it's a good movie. I'm not like it should have won the Oscar for greatest movie ever made. No. I'm just like, I just don't understand the hate. Like that's what uh, that's what I it's don't not, get. It's 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 not hate. It's like missed opportunity. It's, it's dissatisfaction with a missed opportunity. I guess, and maybe it's because I'm not that connected to the source material in that yeah. way. And I'm the crazy guy who both loves the source material and what they're doing with the new movies. And that's what I, I, that's I, can, where I, I respect that. That's where I, that's I, what I'm that's trying to get like, is like, I feel like there's room for both, you know? And I, yeah. but there, to a, to an extent with, with Thor Ragnarok, I think they tried to combine too many things into one, like into one piece of art. Right. Maybe. I just thought it was too much. I mean, and I just didn't. Like so, the whole like uh, Planet Hulk thing was like is disjointed. It didn't make sense. And in the, in the, actually, if you take that piece out of the movie, you don't mess up the movie, right? It made no sense for Thor to like be there and to go back to you know what's left of Asgard, and it just annoyed the shit out of me. Like it, it didn't make any sense to be there. Like uh, was Jeff Goldblum made no sense to be in the movie. <laughs> Like that, that whole just, thing that's just, just that's your first star power. That's all that was. Yeah, it just like it didn't make sense in the story, uh, the way of the story. And what I just didn't the like f- it. do you have against Jeff Goldblum? The <laughs> man is an American icon. Taika Waititi. He's Taika Waititi. He's Jeff Goldblum. The man is an American icon. He doesn't make movies. Movies make him. I don't f- care. I didn't like the movie. Well, you've made that abundantly clear. I want to see the Punisher. I want to see the Punisher that and Spider-Man a... run into each other. Oh, that that would be or a, Punisher and Venom. That would be badass. That will not be a. That will be like a rated X movie because that would just go way overboard. <laughs> you can't. Even... That's the problem with f- Carnage. They should have just made it R. It's, it's, I don't want to, I don't, see, I still have hope that Morbius, so what you're saying about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. is true. If it's true, that means Morbius may be the best movie that Sony puts out. I mean, I, yeah. I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait on that, because literally, I don't think there was literally any, like, Morbius connections in this one. No, right? there's, there were It doesn't have to be. No, the only, I, so I not think, in this one, the only connection that you have between Morbius and the Spider-Verse is the uh, is Michael Keaton basically the vulture, right? He's in the trailer for Morbius and he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, what's up? What's up, Doc? Yeah. What's up, Doc? Let's keep it. Let's keep it. No, let me go back to another like thing that really pissed me about. Yeah, yeah. Beta Ray Bill. What? Beta Ray Bill. You was, know, you know. This whole time that, that I've been was, this whole was, time I've been off to the side trying to ignore that, but no, you. Okay, you guys. Right. Gotta, was, you guys gotta explain this to me. I'm missing. Bet, you don't know who Beta Ray Bill is? Clarify. Beta Ray, I, Beta Ray Bill? It sounds familiar, but... He's like a horse, like, alien kind of thing that has Thor's powers, but he... Because he, he... Long story... He's worthy of millions. Yeah, long Lord. story. Okay, he, right? he and Thor beat the shit out of each other once, and he picked up Thor's hammer and Thor's oh, like, oh, yeah, shit, okay, you're yeah, worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. he became, like, this space Thor that just kept doing shit in space. They... 
along, you know, when they did the whole face of, you know, him on the thing, I was like, oh my god, maybe he's actually somewhere. They no, didn't they show him. The closest thing they did to any of those, like, Thor-ish spin-off characters. Or like, was it's like, Loki? It's like Frog Thor, yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, but I wanted, I wanted Beta Reveal. And it, for that matter, where the hell, what's, where's, where's, um... Adam Warlock, where's where's he doing right now? Is he still in the I don't coffin? Know. That's, that's... Is he still is he still brewing? No, he'll, he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three, which I'm only going to watch because of that. And Thor, the uh, I mean, I Gore the God. But, but maybe that's what um Chris is saying that they just, they put some things off to the side unanswered, yeah. waiting for them to, to come up. No, they they botched it. And Taika like 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 TT. Anyway, so why I think oh, look, this like is you're asking where the titties are. Just why to, TT? Just to kind of bring this full circle, right? I think Marvel and Disney, to a certain extent now, right? I we were talking about DC at first, and we ended up with Marvel. Yeah. Of course, DC's DC is not even worth talking about. <laughs> They're irrelevant. The fact that this exists is a, is a slight on their existence. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's one of those things. Like I, I, On the one hand, I can really appreciate the challenge, right, that... Kevin Feige and the people at Marvel and Disney are facing right now and trying to bring some of these characters and stories to life because ultimately no matter which storylines you choose no matter how you try to tell it some people are not going to like the way that you've chosen to do it and I I, I get that that's just always going to be the case right like I don't just give let me let me give I'm gonna let you finish here. but uh, Taylor Swift had the best album this season just is wrong with you? <laughs> you said I'm gonna let you finish, Kanye. I <laughs> so I had to bring it back for my white folks, Taylor Tay Swift. Oh, oh, Tay Swift. Yeah, you got to Tay Tay no. out. <laughs> um, <laughs> like what I the point that I'm trying to make here is that. Like, I wouldn't necessarily want to be on that team that has to make those decisions, right? At the end of the day, you're going into a situation that you're kind of lose-lose. You're very unlikely to please the majority of existing fans while also being able to engage people who've never watched Marvel before. And so I think to some degree, like, you're trying to hit an impossible target to satisfy both the long-term fans and to appeal to a broader audience so that you're making the money that Disney and Marvel expect you to make at this point. Would it be great if we could make these movies without those expectations that they could just be made from a purely artistic and cinematic standpoint? Yes, but we all don't live in that world. We live in the world where money is ultimately going to determine. And that's why Marvel does what they do. They have all of these storylines that they can draw from. And yet plot after plot of movie that they produce tends to recycle a lot of the same general plot. Points. See, and this—that's and that's where you like you can you no, you're taking a jab on that, and I don't yeah, like that. That's well, like because you, you have to back that me shit. up for yeah. once. I would say you, that you Marvel is great at, at giving us a buffet and picking out every little flavor on the way across. And if you want to get more of the flavor, go to the TV shows. Having that said, bring me back Agents of Shield. Like what the f- no? Don't bother that show. All right, you guys are, are both the guy, you, both you guys are taking jabs. Well, the agents of Shield, I, like, eh, it was good the first season. Did what you ha- did you watch? What, what are, are you eating? 
I'm sorry. No, it's I was... just like the loudest thing. <laughs> I'm trying not to be. It's GameStop, man. They put everything in this shit. For... Oh. They, they package it like it's, it's not, some he's special not even item. not eating anything this time. He's just <laughs> opening up video games. Stubbs a zombie. 18 bucks for brand new. I can't... Mm, mm. I, st- I got the original one right there on the shelf. This is going to go right underneath Jesus it. Jesus Christ. So my point being is like... I, I get what you're saying, Chris, about, like, yeah, they got a lot of stuff. It's, I get it. But. What? And to your point, Joe, it's, I get the buffet, but some things don't need to be on the f- plate, right? Leave Planet Hulk alone, right? Yeah. Planet Hulk should have, he could have got his whole movie, and it would have been amazing. It would have f- amazing. But, yeah, but, but I, and I get but, the licensing thing, I get the licensing thing with the Hulk, right? But I'm not even the talking about from a licensing standpoint. I'm just saying that. If I'm like from a Taika Waititi directorial standpoint, why keep he, going back to no, him? No, Leave because him he's the one picking a freaking fight about it. And my keep going back to it because I'm not letting him pick up my friend, my friend Taika. Taika <laughs> and me were first name friends. That's right. I call him T W for short. Uh, no, but the point is, is that like Marvel and Disney dictate what like the extent of these films. They don't. It's not like YTD came in and said, "You know what I really want to do is I want to make a, a Planet Hulk film that's really a Thor film," and the, and that well, Disney so why, went. So you're telling cool. me you say you're telling me James Gunn gets to add in his like plethora of bullshit in his movies, Which and nobody ones? like like Guardians of the Galaxy with with the uh, ego shit. Like that was all him. He added stuff to like they withheld Guardians of the Galaxy two until he can make adjustments to the script. So you're telling me Taika why, why I would why say he... that James Gunn at that point had more pull with Marvel making the second Guardians of the Galaxy after the success of the first one than Taika Waititi did making his first Marvel film. Yes. Okay. That's, well, well the whole Taika Waititi thing came upon with the whole uh, Marvel reaching out and trying to get more indie film uh, directors. Right. That, yeah. was, that was just he a did. happy mistake. Yeah, that was great. Never mind the fact that what he worked on uh, Green Lantern previously, didn't he direct that? I no. so, he was or I think he was a producer. Yeah, producer. Everyone yeah. shits on Green Lantern, but I rewatched it a couple of days ago, and it, I it it doesn't hold up. It does not. Hold up. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's terrible. It's still no, it terrible. does not. It does not hold up. But they did really well. It wasn't well. a bad movie. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad. Movie. It was just badly timed, and they they, they did not flesh out the villain well enough that you confuse people quite a bit but um they should have went they should just went straight sinestro like, yeah don't, that, don't that fuck around with the other shit just All go right. straight sinestro so but uh since we were talking about this a little bit the thing that i would love to see done on the silver screen what are you laughing at do you know it's, what it's, i'm getting uh, ready to show you no no, no i just I think I accidentally took too much of my pills today. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I love those days. Um, no, so this was one of my favorite series that they did a while back, and I have the full, I think it was only four... Uh, uh, prints. Prints that they did. But the Marvel versus DC, or DC versus Marvel mm. series. The Nalgum Universe, yeah was one of my favorites because you basically mm. see like all of the counterpoints from each universe yeah. paired up against each other. And then in and the they, final Lobo one, Lobo and Wolverine, what? Lobo, Lobo would get his ass beat. Yeah, Wolverine. he would be. And I'm pretty sure he does more. Or less. He did. He um, does. But in the <laughs> final one, what you basically get is a blend of each of them. So you get like, 
part of a and part. Of you got like a Superman, Thor, a Superman, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. It's it's called the inaugural inaugural universe. It's it both come both DC and Marvel agreed to make make a separate universe where they're a what if scenario where if two identical universes you know collided and yada yada. It was it was pretty cool. It showed that the um, Infinity Gauntlets had no power there. Yeah. I skipped that one that was, because that was crazy that, cool. I think they also released that during the uh, Secret Wars. I think Secret Wars two, if I remember I, correctly. I think it was a Civil War two. I I didn't I didn't. I, secret, I, no, not Civil War. No, no Secret, secret Wars. Wars and Civil War two. I I I was completely off out of comic books at that point. Really? I was yeah I was out making babies, so I didn't have <laughs> the time to to read the comic books. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Uh, looks like '95 was when this one came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah. So that means that Secret Wars two came out according like, to the Earthworm Jim uh, copyright date on the back. <laughs> oh. Earthworm. No, but yeah, he's I, a I just I like that series was really cool to me because it was different, right? Like it, you you yeah. had characters from both universes coming together. They yeah. were fighting each other initially because See, they didn't Superman know what the hell was going on. What's that? Seeing Superman pick up Thor's hammer was just as good in the comic book world as seeing Captain America pick up Thor's hammer in yeah. the cinematic world. You had like some of those really cool moments, those crossover moments, and so I I know we will probably never get to see that, but it, I think we will. No, I'll, I'll disagree on you with that. Oh, Eventually, you think that we're DC get will to have to. Eventually, ah, DC will have to. There'll be Marvel so many people. Them. No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm saying. Well, the popularity of superhero stuff is getting so up yeah. there. Like, video game and superhero-related material is getting so mainstream to the point people are going to be like, well, what's the difference between DC and Marvel? Why can't we just do a movie where they're both together? And they're going to make a reason why Well, Superman the crossover... Beats. Yeah, the financial gain from the crossover potential is yeah. huge. But the mythos is different on both. On both it is. I think, people are, I think people are smart enough to recognize that. And that's the part that... Um, that I, I think that people... I, there's... What's the best? It's like saying it's like comparing Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter, right? I think people at this, at, e- even when they don't want to admit it, they recognize they're two different franchises. I'd watch that crossover. Right? <laughs> really? No. I exactly. Would. I would. I would love to see Sauron beat some ass. Do you know how upset I was after the first Lord of the Rings film when it ended, and I was like, "There's two more of these that I have to watch." Probably as upset as, upset as uh, probably as upset as I was with the Hobbit movies. Yeah, probably. I, I thought they were all the same thing. <laughs> I, like, I didn't go see the first one in theater and was like waiting, 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 waiting and then finally like a bunch of friends were like, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. And I watched it and I like we, I, I got to the end and they were literally like, let's go for a walk. And they walk off and I'm like, that's the end of the f- movie? And they're like, yeah, it's a trilogy. And I'm like, so why the f*** didn't yeah, I just wait till yeah. they were all done and I could watch them <laughs> yeah, all at right. once? Like... So the point I was trying to make, Lego's already starting to do it. The, the material is becoming so similar. Yeah. Like literally mm-hmm. these names are the opposite of each other. Marvel superheroes, DC supervillains. Like yeah. it's getting to the point where they're so like they're so symmetrical that people are, are going to stop drawing differences from them. It won't be DC versus Marvel anymore. It'll just be like, oh, look at that superhero stuff. I can't wait to see Joker fight Sp- Spider-Man, some shit like that. And then I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I, I think I'm, that I'm willing like... to bet my third kid on it. 
How many kids do you have? We have three. a. Th- we have a th- oh. uh, Andre doesn't need any more kids, so I think he's good <laughs> on that. But we do have a thousand dollar bet that's going on, <laughs> on the other side here. And can I can I pony up my son as for a thousand dollars for collateral? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good for it, boss. Just kidding. <laughs> well, we want to end off with one thing on technology, and then child um, gambling is illegal. Don't do that, please. Yeah, is that our disclaimer. topic for technology? That's is that disclaimer. what we're talking about here? <laughs> okay. Let's talk about technology. No, so uh, this one I put in here because I have to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Casey Ferris. I say my boy. We've never met. He doesn't know who I am. Um, He probably doesn't even know that we exist. But what if he does know and he just stays quiet about it? That'd be amazing. I would love that. Maybe he's one of our 19 subscribers on YouTube. Um, I have 19. Yeah, we do. Sorry, sorry, correction. Sorry, correction. You have 19? Yeah. I just visit here. And it Friend of the show. I can't be here. <laughs> uh, I was hanging out with my buddy the other day, and I said something about like, "Oh, I, I have these business cards, which I do have right here. Uh, these handy dandy business cards that have the Chris and Andre show logo, and then a oh. QR code on the back That's to dope. our YouTube That's dope page. As hell. Right? Super cool. Always forget to carry these around with me, and so I'm like, I would give you one <laughs> if I had it. And he's like, that's cool. I've got my computer right here. I'll just go to YouTube. And so, like, that's how I added another subscriber, by standing over my friend's shoulder while he subscribed to our page. (laughs) You're forcing him to go to his website. Look, the gun in my hand had nothing to do with it, okay? Regardless of the fact that it was pointed at the back of his head. No. Um, So, we have been working um, to try and, you know, up upgrade um and improve just like the overall quality of our videos and stuff like that and, why'd you bring me then yeah I know. <laughs> from a post-production standpoint let's put it that way yeah, we gotta we always have to edit out your like eating and shit. yeah all that <laughs> other crap. no just your loud rappers like, like <laughs> bro, look, i thought it was like yo has he got like a bag of ho-hos or some shit <laughs> But yeah, so no. um, one just... of the people who has made my life significantly easier um, because of his tutorials on DaVinci Resolve and specifically Fusion is Casey Ferris. Uh, he's got his YouTube channel. Um, so if you are hosting your own podcast or you're just getting into video editing of any kind, motion graphics, anything like that, um, Casey has a ton of free tutorials that are on YouTube. They are super Super easy to follow. He walks you through each and every little step, makes it so that it's not just like do this one thing, but literally do the thing that you want to do. And here are the steps that you can follow to basically make it happen. And so just because we're all about trying to shout out those people in the community that are helping other people, like we hope we will be able to do more and more. Uh, Wanted to make sure that we said thank you to Casey for all of your great content, um, for helping us to improve the overall quality of our video um, we've got some stuff that's in the works for the beginning of the new year that uh, we're really excited to introduce and roll out. Uh, I'm just going to kind of tease it at that for right now. Um, so, but yeah, like I just wanted to make sure because I don't always, I, I always remember to like, subscribe, do that stuff in the moment, but I don't always remember on the live podcast recordings to say thank you so much to those other people out there who are helping us to make great content um, or at least to make content. I don't know if it's great, but I enjoy it. And I like it. 19 of you have subscribed to it. So 
I posted on my freaking TikTok channel, so I mean, there's got to be something to it. That is worth something, <laughs> yeah. No, like Joe, I mean, deserves a major shout out as well. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. Stop oh, that. Come stop on. that. No, it's I like my... I like feeling depressed. It helps. Okay. It keeps out. It keeps the chaos. This human He's piece of garbage that vibe. you see uh, on your screen right here has oh done God, absolutely do... nothing to help promote the podcast that he's been a part of for the last several weeks and definitely doesn't have it included in his profile on TikTok. So I was actually going to start I was, I'm actually going to start cutting up some episodes and uh, posting it up there. You got 330 oh, hearts. Yeah, Somebody's got to like it, so No, that's true. No, Joe, we we really do. Like, you are super, like, definitely a friend of the show, and we love having you on here. Um, And also to, you know, to Casey Ferris, yeah, you're dope. And, like, I just hit, I want to make sure I shout this person. The Cosmonaut Variety Hour. Yo, super dope video on the state of DC Comics, so we really do appreciate that. Um, It's bad that it technically is outdated, but still true. Yeah, it's very true. I, yeah. I think he he posted that joint in like 2017, yeah. uh, and I want to say it because I've like had to rep- or like remind myself. Emergency awesome, <laughs> and cosmic wonder on YouTube. You guys have some of the best videos, so we want to give you guys a shout out. Also, Screen Crush. That's uh, another I mean, one. Since that we're I've doing been... since we're doing shout out, if anybody watches this wants to know more about comic book history, but in like a low key soft energy kind of way, um, casual casually comics. It's a wonderful. It's a female-run channel, you know, Canadian broad, and she just does. She's a lady of color. Changes her wig every week, which I love, and she does wonderful deep dives into like the, the awkward history of characters. So, you know, if, if I ever made a YouTube channel, I would want it to be like hers. So that's just so. And again, to say, we Joe, we got a YouTube channel right here. <sighs> you saying our YouTube channel is not good enough for you? This this is a bro energy environment. Sometimes femininity is more comfortable. Her energy is comfortable. You saying I don't bring enough feminine energy to? I'm saying, sir, I have mommy issues, and it's fun to watch women talk about comics. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You guys talking about? (laughs) Dude, we we started our first conversation. (laughs) You guys are some weird shit. Our first conversation (laughs) together. Set the precedent of what the rest of our relationship is going to be like. So. <laughs> it's true. It absolutely did. Now that's dope. Hey, so we're super glad that uh, everybody joins us. And like, again, we we try to like definitely uh, number one respect the fact that we're trying to do something to help other people, and hopefully um, you guys enjoy it. If you like it, subscribe to it. Uh, you know, give us comments. Uh, we may invite you to be on our podcast and answer a couple questions. Whether well, you take you us up check. on that opportunity is completely up to you, asshole. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me? No. <laughs> you no. had me to the say person, asshole. Like, the person out there knows exactly who I'm talking to. You've had multiple opportunities to respond. I've checked your Twitter page. You've been on Twitter since we've tweeted at you multiple times. You've Ooh, chosen is there some not, backstage drama? Not to engage. No. To this point, so I can only assume from that that you're not really interested in coming on the podcast, which I understand, but we wish you would because honestly, the point is not for us to sit here and like berate people or to get into arguments over Twitter. It's for us to have a conversation about this. And so last week we talked about it. We would really enjoy having another person join the show and you've obviously got a lot of very strong opinions on this stuff and so we are willing to give you our platform to come on and have a discussion about it we hope that it can be an honest and a productive discussion 
Um, but you know, at the end wait, of the are you day, talking about that person that? Are you talking about the person that trolled you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. F them. Yeah. No, come on. Oh, We're don't not taking. Them. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not taking. No, for real. Like real talk. I don't want to take shots at dude. Yeah. Like that's not cool. Okay. I'll take but shots I, at him. I'm unaffiliated. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but I, again, I'm not trying to take shots at dude because I want to make sure it's actually an honest discourse, right? And it oh, yeah. is an honest so, invitation. Like this is not. This is not meant to invite like, you on like a, so that we can, like, berate you and shut you down and then, like, make this look however we want at the end. Like, we do really want to have an open and honest conversation about this, you know, like... Totally have an epic rap battle, like, segment with just him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's not like that. But I, I do want to, like... No, and I, I, I'm like trying to pull the, you know, pull these guys back in, like real life. <laughs> these because, guys, I'm here, no, like these guys, these guys, Joe here, no, like you, driving you the train up, off you, the rails. You, you, you call dude an asshole, and I don't I'm think that's well, I, well. I'm in a position in my life. No, real talk. Where, that's 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 not warranted. You're, I, I you're do, correct. You're correct. It's, I apologize. It, I, think, I apologize. No, you didn't call him an asshole. Just, I did. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no. Yo, it was. Chill, it was. Chill. No, listen, listen. It was. It was. An easy jab to take at a very at a very humorous situation. Having that said, negativity shouldn't be invited into any space, let alone from what I heard how he handled it. So if if yeah, if if you guys invited him on this show for a productive Q and A or what he really thinks about things, all that would only serve just more more deep dives and some more thrilling content to dive into. Like so, yeah, because no, I, 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 I don't I don't. The thing I, I don't want to leave anybody on the sidelines as we're trying to like trying to have like as a as people like trying to have difficult conversations, right? Yeah. So, um, and again, like, you guys are entitled to your opinion. I'm just going to say like I'm not co-signing this. No, shit. I hear I hear what you're saying, My- and I did. I called him an asshole at the beginning, and I, I mean like yes, I've been frustrated. I think by the way that that whole thing was approached, but I do also at the same time understand that. Discussing things in 280 characters or less on Twitter is not necessarily the best way to go about it. That sharing links back and forth to say, I'm right, you're right, I'm right, you're right, you know, is also not the best way to go about it. And so at the end of the day, like, yes, we say things in jest. And so Andre's absolutely right. Like, you're not an asshole. We would like for you to come on the show so that we can have a real conversation about this, because at the end of the day, like we're all people living on this earth that are trying to get through the next 24 hours. Right. Or like the next whatever it is that we're trying to get through. And right. you're Nick Fury and you're in space for four years. Well, apparently, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Um, so. So, yes, Patriot 1776 U.S. We really, really honestly would like for you to join us on the show, you know. Whatever. Let's talk. Let's like, yeah. Let's have a conversation Wait, that his, because that's his handle. Yeah, Patriot on Twitter. That's actually a pretty good handle. I'll give him that. I'm surprised no one took that. I wonder how long has he had it. Since 2010. <laughs> so. <laughs> what? No, I. I didn't hear. That was because I looked because I thought like when we first started getting know, messages from it, I, I was like, this is some Russian bot that just showed up in 2020 or something like that, and now. I got to deal with it. And so when I saw 2010, I was like, okay, this is probably like a legitimate person. Like, do you think he has an American flag tattoo? <sighs> Either that I or God. I don't really I don't care. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. It's a podcast. So, I'm you... supposed to, uh, I make jokes. That's what I do. I'm sorry. I like, seriously, I'm not trying to like be an like... asshole. I'm really not. And you are not an asshole. I know I said asshole earlier. I don't mean that. I'm just, 
I'm sorry. This is who I am. I've had four beers today, so uh, <laughs> I want to. I want to find a friend that dresses up like a clown on the weekends. Jesus. I just want that energy. It's not even a sexual thing right now. I just want a friend who liar. does that. Liar. liar. Such a liar. So, it, we're super glad you joined us. Uh, you can always catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts. Tune in. And for the adventurous people, if you have your own RSS reader, I use Plex. Again, they don't pay us. They don't pay me to say that, but I, I'm a big fan of the platform. It allows you to put your own RSS feed in there, get podcasts wherever you want, however you want, phone, mobile, desktop, uh, through my Roku devices, blah, blah, blah. You can check us out on YouTube at the Chris, just Google us up on, or look us up on uh, YouTube at the Chris and Andre show. You can find us on Facebook at Chris and Andre. You can uh, say that you, they can Google us up on YouTube because Google owns YouTube now. So yeah. Or you, go to, you can say go to ask, <laughs> go to ask.com because ask Jeeves used to be a thing. I was going to say go to ask Jeeves.com <laughs> or duck, duck, go. Or dot. Um, you can find w- us on Twitter. Ask.com. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter at Chris and Andre. If you have any comments, hit us up at comments at Chris and Andre show. Oh man, we didn't say Bing. Dot com. God, what is wrong with you? Two? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think of that old clip: the Bing up your ass, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you have any comments, you can hit me up at Andre at Chris and Andre show or Chris at Chris and Andre show dot com. And for friend of the Joe's, friend of the, friend of the Joe's, oh, friend of the Joe's, <laughs> I am on right now, right now I'm on TikTok religiously posting up videos, maybe like four to twelve a day. Um, it's from ranging from all content, from like just coping with divorce and separation anxiety, to video games, to living with the kids and going to church. Um, the most recent thing that's going to pop up now is Stubbs the Zombie because it's my. <laughs> It was made with the Halo engine back in the day, and it's so, so good. I'm going to be posting up videos on that, and then I'm going to post up a lot of other videos on Halo, because now that I finally finished my comic wall, I can have time to actually play video <laughs> games again. It's there dope as hell. Nice. So yeah, just uh, just look up Fire Guy Joe. If you do that on Google, you'll find everything I've ever done with it. You might find my gamer tag. Good luck, because there's some stuff tied to that gamer tag that are difficult to um, share. It's definitely or not safe for work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> good content, though. Good shared content. I wasn't kidding about the clowns. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are, like, on fleek tonight. They're just, like, they're, like, on some di- a different level. So, um... Got a new haircut. I'm super... <laughs> new suit. I know. He got, he got some crispy joint right, going on. Right, Uh So, I'm super glad you guys joined us, um... Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> That's all you can say. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, hit the little bell notification Notific- thing. Do all of the things that let us know how much you love us. And yeah, if you're on Spotify, it. if you're listening on Spotify, they just introduced ratings for podcasts. Please drop us a five-star rating. Even if you don't think that this is a five-star podcast, tell us that we're five stars. Tell us that you love us. Because ultimately, we're going to get better, so eventually we will be five stars, and it will be true. As always, I'm Andre. (laughs) And I'm still that guy on the other side of the keyboard called Chris. 
God, you guys are idiots. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. I don't know how you ended up with this group here. We started off like really stressed energy and then we're like really like energy. That's what we do.